players, we ain't the same. I'm in the cane and guns. Chapar with the fishes, make the facelift numb. Out in Panama on that amazing sun. I'm amazing, son. You niggas wonder where my grace is from. I speak with corrupted tongue. Recognize the underworld since I was young. Back in 84, when I saw Crockett and Tugs as the law, his eyes got big when they televised that raw. My mama should have seen you coming. Me running up and down the stairs too quick, humming Miami Vice theme music. Called the room, made me colder. I see the villains impact now that I'm older. Ignorant fool, views ignorant too. Got a lot of money, keep militant tools. Wasn't present in session, they handed out the rules. So I gravitated, related to life's rules. The meaning? Push your T's more than you seem, and that's just a rap name, more so like a damn shame. Nothing's changed, just the crimes are less heinous. The three of us know, yet the shooter remains nameless, and I don't even watch my back. I was raw before rap, and I ain't lost my past. She could get hairy, I can lose myself in a flash. Niggas will think I'm Jim Carrey, how I off that man. I even went by the book at first, until I realized nine to five wouldn't quench my thirst. So I start my mission, leave my residence. Mama knew that a child like me had better sense, but some had to give. That's real, I had to live. I chef that soft white and pump from her crib. Scouts on her, started with my grandmama, who distributed, yay, she had flown in from the Bahamas. Partner, please, I grind, I hustle with ease, condemn the eyeball anyway in my sleep. I don't entertain hates around in the street. If I was you, I'd be trying to get down with me. But no, see, these niggas know too much. Meanwhile, I rock jewels that look like my diamonds blush. Cat sack, that's it, rap fell in my lap. I've suffered heartbreak many times back to back. And still feel belittled, sitting here spitting riddles amongst clown-ass rappers who tend to give me the giggles. Let them take it however they want to take it. I'm the reason your favorite MC's no longer your favorite. Hey, I'm one of the greats. I can't lie. I mean great to the point I'm concerned I might die. Make no mistake, malice is who you tune to. It's all in the name. Trust, I will wound you. Ooh, yo, happy 20th anniversary to the clips and that amazing debut album, Lord Willing. Welcome to Get Your Bars Off Podcast, man. This your boy Ari Starks rolling up a nice joint, ready, getting ready for the show with my boy Loso. What's good, brother? What's shaking, man? We we here, man. It's been a slow news weekend. We got y'all though. We got yeah, it. man, but you know, we always here to celebrate some music, dude, and celebrate great music at the at the same time, too. Absolutely. And, I mean, like, how what was your thoughts when you first heard this album? I mean, I think this what came out 2002. I was what nine when it should drop. I believe I had heard Grinding first. Yeah, Grinding was the first single. That was everybody's introduction. Everybody's introduction. Mm-hmm. What an introduction. Like when I heard that, and then like hearing it, playing it in the cafeteria, and like my lighting up and shit, trying to be the, a kid, <laughs> <laughs> the video and shit like that. Like, fam, I was amped to hear the album, and I got the bootleg. I know, I know, support yeah, the local yeah, bootlegger. This is what we did, but dog, I mean, just like I said, off the impact of that first single alone, like I said, even us as kids, that was like. I don't know if that was in Pharrell's mindset, like when he when he's thinking of the beat per se, but just that the way we were able to just do like every kid across America, at least hood kids, was able to easily do that beat on a table, and it just be 
like going crazy like with nothing too like it was that was the you first like, you feel like neptunes fam that was the first like uh interactive that was my first interactive quote unquote experience with music making that beat or doing that beat in the cafeteria yeah you know you used to always make your own joints just messing around and shit, but with that joint it was mm -hmm. crazy whole world was doing that aspect though but just like how like the simplicity of that beat very simple like i said very schoolyard-esque like like you just rapping on the corner with the homies type shit mm -hmm. and in the video man it was so cool dude it was just he was kirkland yep he was in there like it was yeah man niggas was rapping on that shit bro and i don't think we were like it was a perfect blend of you know what i'm saying seeing what the, you get your raw street raps, you know what I'm saying? But then you see the skateboarder guy on the side of him, you know what I'm saying? But let's not keep it all like Pharrell loves hip hop thoroughly. Like yeah. he's nigga from Virginia. Like it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not get twisted. But neither here nor there. It's just like you're bringing two different energies together. Like when you have, like when you had clips under Pharrell's vision, it just felt different than what you were regularly seeing, especially when you're getting a new, a new glimpse into Virginia. And that rap world and such like that, it was cool. It was a new thing to see, other than what you're seeing from New York, other than what you're seeing from the South, other than what you're seeing from the West Coast. You know what I'm saying? So I always thought that was something fresh. Breath of fresh air. Um, like they felt like East Coast niggas, but it had a little bit of like a little bit of southern aspects to it, a little bit maybe. Well, clips are originally from Gun Hill Projects. Right. Shout out Gun Hill Projects. Right, right. Um, I, another record I liked on there was I'm not you. I'm Which my introduction to Roscoe P. Cold Chain? Yeah, yeah. My joint from this one was um oh man, cot damn. When you talk about a song another Roscoe record, yes. When you talk about a song that oh my god, a, a term that is still like embedded damn. in my vocabulary to this day. Cot damn, like, cot damn, not goddamn <laughs> bro to this day. But just the beat, and this type of thing too, where you, like I said, we, the intro we had, and you played like Virginia also, like very dark, you know what I'm saying, looming beats, you know what I'm saying? But then you get to cot damn, grinding, my, I don't love her, even when the last time, upbeat. And you see it's a totally, it felt like a totally different clips to an extent. When the last time, the same party shit. record, dog? Yeah, but they still kind of like rapping the same shit, but they kind of tweak it a little bit for a little bit more commercial. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like they they knew what the hell they were doing on this album. Comedy Central, Cold Record, Gangsterling. Come on, bro. Got a link, got a gangsterling. Like that record is so cold, bro. You said I'm not you. The grinding remix with Nori and um, Lil Wayne. Then you had the other one with Sean Paul. You know you had to do the reggae remix back in the day. But yeah, man, this was such a smooth album, bro. It don't even look like it's that like. Only 15 songs, bro. But this just was an experience, man. Such a great album production. Obviously, Neptune's cooked food on this shit. I might be sounding like a little biased, but nice. but this was a great album, though, bro. Like the variety and the beats you got. Like I said, it was it was I'm there. A firm believer. Without that Neptune's backdrop, this album it doesn't do what it does. Yeah, like I said, the production was able to make like the charisma of Pusha. You know what I'm saying? Come out more. You know what I'm saying? Some of them darker beats help the like the realism in, in Malice's lyricism come out more. You feel me? Like, but neither here nor there. That album itself, great debut album. 
definitely opened the doors for them. We know it took a while for them to drop the next one, but you know the story of that. If you know, you mm-hmm. know. But man, that's was something hard to lead a game with until you came back. Like that was some bangers right there. That's why you can't. I can never be mad at somebody having clips in their top five duos. Like the product is just. Yeah. It's just damn near like, come on, what mix are you doing? Too. The mixtape, we got it for cheap series is like Jesus Christ, godly. Jesus Christ, man. But to uh, keep it in music, man, we had some um, some little some topics going around in the music industry today in the music world. But you know, this one is an ever ever occurring one. It comes around every like three to five months or some shit at this point, bro. Seems shorter than that. Yeah, for real. And it, the question is, is R&B dead? Um, Puff was having a conversation. I believe it was with uh, JD or was it Timbaland? Timbaland. Well, he put a post up first. He yeah. put a post up on IG basically saying, yo, um, R&B ain't the same without love in it, which I mean, you can take that two ways because he goes by love now. So it might be some promotion. But I kind of get what he's saying. Where now aren't like niggas ain't singing to the coochie no more. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Niggas ain't singing to the coochie. I think that's what he's saying. But you can kind of take that the other way too, because his name is Love now. So then he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go live at six o'clock." When he goes live, Timberland pull up, and then that's when they kind of expound on the conversation. So my take on this situation at first glance was just, "Uh, here we go again." A bunch of niggas who don't know how to find good music or, you know, saying nowhere to look for good artists are going to sit there and get mad at what's spoon fed to them. That's how I took it, you know. And then again, you start to really see like, wait a second. Look at the guy who's talking about this shit. Doesn't he have an R&B album he's trying to push right now? Right. Right. My point exactly, bro. This is your this is your stereotypical ploy of oh something's dead. I'm gonna revive it. That's all he's doing. And they know are up in arms is because Puff's legacy with RB music. You can't take away from that. He's a legend, you know what I'm saying? He put in pain in these streets, he gave us some of the greatest RB albums of our culture. You know what I'm saying? We can't be mad at that. So when he says something, and for that, you gotta look at it like Puff said it. Might gotta take it, you know what I'm saying? With it, you know what I'm saying? Some some validity to it. A but little bit of validity though. A little. Because yeah. let's keep it tall. I've done my due diligence up here and showed y'all multitudes of great RB artists on here. You so have to say that RB is dead is a slap in the face to all of that artist. Does RB sound like what it sounded like when you were coming up? No, I will say, I will say his point, I think, is the bigger budgets for RB is dead. A lot of the RB artists are more independent now. That is true. So I think what he was saying is you're right. I think I think I think that's the main. I think we all agree. Yeah, like 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 what Tank Tank just echoed the same thing about a month or so ago on Drink Champs. Yep. Where the mainstream isn't pushing the right RB, they're pushing. It doesn't sound good to say I love you, but it sounds better to say bitch fuck you while you're mm-hmm. harmonizing. That's all the point Tank is trying to make. And I think Puff was kind of leaning towards that side, but delivery and messenger is always something. Puff was saying things on the line of like, 
artists are not being as vulnerable anymore. I I agree with that. Valid point. You know what I'm saying? But then again, Chris, you got there's a lot of people coming out against this though. Yeah, Chris Brown saying that you don't hear love songs on the R&B radio anymore. People want fast food music. Mm-hmm. They don't want a meal. Like when you got women like Mary J. Blige are still doing their thing right now. Like who's to say R&B is dead? Like when you got records like with her and Anderson Pac under together, bridging two different gener- generations of R&B music. Bro, you Tank know? just dropped a fire R&B record. Tink and Tank. Yeah. Tink and Tank. Tink Tank. Tink Tank. Like both of them just dropped some good music, you know. And like for real, when you see when Pub to say RB is dead, and you got a guy like Hitmaker over there at Atlantic Records busting his ass, busting his ass to try to put, you know, what I'm saying bring some fire back into the RB world. Mm-hmm. He was he chimed in too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I think it's a slap in the face. Like it once again, you got to start looking at your peers, Puff. What are your peers doing about the R&B it's game? The independence. The independence is what's killing R&B. To him, to him is what's killing R&B. No, it's your peers at these different record labels that you shake your hands with and such like that. That's mm-hmm. not pushing the Asians. That's not pushing the Jordan Hawkins. That's not pushing the you know what I'm saying the 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 Roy Woods. The, you know tone, what I'm the tone Stiffs, man. Tone Stiff been tone independent stiffs. for a minute. Like so many artists out here, bro. So many. If you want to get to your traditional RB, it's so many. Why doesn't Luke James have a number one um song right now? If you want to talk about traditional RB artists, he's been making traditional RB for years. Look at Why what Lucky Day had to do. Another um, worlds get success. Look at what Lucky Day had to do to get a number one. He had to jump to a different genre, kind of, to get that number one. To get that critical acclaim, I don't think it's that. I think it's more so because you think about his first album, his, his it sounded first, nothing like Candy Drip, but that's a good thing. But at the end of the day, most of his music is is up, is it could be funky, it could be you know, what I'm saying sultry. It's 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 that mix now with um, a lot of artists where they're they're intertwining in between funk they and have to do school. that. they have yeah, to do that. But that's what, in a sense, what I feel. We talked about this last time where I feel like Neo Soul is kind of the main genre being pushed from, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Or they their get their souls from that. Which is no, nothing wrong with it. I love that genre. But the thing is, we want balance in R&B. We want to have, like you say, you want to have a record you can make love to. You can have a record you can, you know what I'm saying? You feel like you when you get you broke up with somebody, it's the record you play. You want to have a record you go to the party with. You know what I'm saying? You want to have that record that's talking about change. Like me and Shirley was listening to the, um, Earth, Wind, and Fire Devotion. That song's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, the song's not about love and all of that such. It's about like shit that's happening in the community. Like having teachers there to help the children and be, the children being the future and things like that. Having devotion for your, you know what I'm saying, your community and such like that. When you think of songs like with Marvin Gaye and like Sam Cooke, like these are R&B records, but they're talking about change. Like we need that balance of R&B music, not just, oh, we, it just needs to be the Chris Brown dance music. Oh, no, it just needs to be the Janae Aiko, you know what I'm saying, healing spiritual music, you know what I'm saying? Or it got to be the, and there could be the toxic, like, no, it could be balanced, bro. There's it something for everybody. Exactly. And that's what I've been saying about R&B. I think the last time we spoke about R&B, I said the same shit. There's something for everybody. Like, R&B is so open of a space now. Mm-hmm. Niggas is cooking food. Yeah. And you got another thing you got to keep in um point two is what faces 
R&B are like, you got to remember, R&B is such a vulnerable genre that when you see artists from other cultures, you know what I'm saying, make music of that same ilk, but is is labeled something else. The Sam Smith argument. The Sam Smiths, the Ed Sharons, the Adele's, the the, the Justin Bieber. That don't make R&B. What are you talking about? Adele that's makes right there. That's what I'm saying right there. Adele she don't makes, make R&B. What what is she making? Adele. It doesn't sound like R&B. I think it sounds more like a like a a ballad. Yes. That's what. That's R&B. not R&B. What do you think a slow song is, bro? It's Feenan was a ballad. Bro, that was just a song about sex. Stay was a ballad? Yes. In My Bed was a ballad? Bro, bro, you're actually saying more of the hip-hop-esque records. That's though. not a ballad. Yeah, but if I play you, um, what, what's my joint with um, Babyface? Um, two home, Occasions? The, the, um, not yet, Two Occasions, or if I play you uh, Woman's Worth, or if I play you, you know what I'm saying, um, uh, what's my Blackstreet record? Don't Leave, like, you know what I'm saying? It's... You got joints, or not even that. Um, what's my one joint? Joy by um Black Street. I don't These think are girls. Adults more pop though. I think See, that's what I'm saying. You put a white face on these records, you call it it's pop. pop. You put a black face on it, you call it R. I'm proving your point. <laughs> I'm proving your point to a T. You see what I'm saying? And that's what it is. You put a black, and that's why I said when it came with the weekend, and when it came with. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the scissors and the, the the Doja Cats and such like that. Just because I have I'm this color, doesn't mean this is like I'm making. You know what I'm saying? Your quintessential pop music, even though hip hop is popular music, but your pop sound of the 2000s and all that type shit. Your whatever your top 100 type shit, whatever you want to call it these days. They they can make that song and it's that. You know what I'm saying? But she just doesn't do that. She does this too. You know what I'm saying? They are just too lazy to pick through out and through and see, okay, no, this is that. This is in this department. Oh, she can also do that. Let's put that in that department. No, let's just all just throw it to RB. That's what, what they do right now. You know what I'm saying? What do you think is the what what it what would because another thing is too, we RB ain't dead. It, like I said, RB ain't dead. It ain't it's just it's just who's being marketed as such. It's being mistreated. Because if Adele was marketed as an RB artist. Nobody would say R&B is dead. It ain't dead, but they've been... They've been... Yeah, I'm just I'm saying. It's not dead when you have vocalists. Like, Jasmine Sullivan was getting R&B album of the year all throughout the fucking... Or albums of the year and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And it's more so the women, too. Like, how can you say that? You know what I'm saying? When you, I don't know. It's just weird, bro. We need it's more like, R&B groups. You need variety. That's the thing. It's no, it's no boys. It's no boy band, girl bands. It's no, it's no fucking. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's not enough ballads. It's not enough. You know what I'm saying? Club song. It's no, it's no balance, bro. That's because the labels don't want it. There's no SWVs, no Jodices, no. The labels clubs. don't want these things, bro. Only reason why Chloe and Halle is able to pop off. Look who's they OG. Yeah, you're not gonna say no to her. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But once again, I I can never say R&B is dead when you have amazing artists out here doing their thing. You know what I'm saying? And it's up to the people to continue to push that. 
You know what I'm saying? To show that showcase because all the artists can do is put the music out. That's all they can do is put the music out. You know, like they you they they just gonna do what they like and put, you know what I'm saying present it to the world. It's up to us to receive it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And if the guys at the tippy tippy top ain't doing that, I mean, who would you put at the tippy tippy top? Like as far as R and B guys, who do you put at the top? You know, I'm talking about like the suits that like you know what I'm oh, saying, the labels yeah. and such like that. I'm talking about these guys aren't the ones that's going to be able to you know what I'm saying push this and promote this to radios and such like that. Then we gotta rely on ourselves to you know what I'm saying listen and you know what I'm saying put people on and such like that. That's what I do on my part, you know, or at least just you know what I'm saying acknowledge that it's our it's good R&B music out here. We don't got to keep doing this conversation every other month mm-hmm. when it's not true. It's not true. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just too many good artists out here. And it's it's at this point, it feel like it's on a if you know, you know basis. But I think everybody has the same outlets to look at new new RB and go and listen to it. They just don't want to because it's not being spoon fed to them. Well, it kind of is because with Apple, the way they set up playlists, it kind of is spoon fed. You could discover a new RB act any day of the week. You could. You could, but I'm talking about when it comes to that radio shit, bro. Like you could play, no play a song. You could have, yeah, you think so? There's no, no these songs, the these same songs that you hear on TikTok end up being right on the radio. But you just said TikTok. You know who's using TikTok? Niggas younger than us. Yeah, but they that's still not. Gotta, they still got to go in the car and sit in, the, in, their, in their parents' car and listen to the radio. That's not our demographic, though. I'm just talking about music as a whole, bro. When, but you gotta remember, they gotta target certain audiences. They don't care, give a fuck about that shit no more, bro. That might be you what R&B is. Erica Banks at a high school concert. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And she twerking to her songs, bro. They don't care. To uh, twerking on a seventeen year old. I didn't say she was twerking on. I didn't say that. I said she was just twerking to her songs at a high school event. Who's Erica Banks again? The Busted Girl. I don't know, man. That's it, man. It's I, I put I put the blame at the you know what I'm saying these record labels that's you know what I'm saying continuing to push the wrong artists. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm happy you got Tink, you know what I'm saying, dropping music, great R and B artists. Like I said, we had Tank drop something. You know, we had um, Tank and Tank. Tink and Tank, you know what I'm saying? Drop both drop some good music right there. So please go out there and listen to that, man. You know what I'm saying, but once again, if you just feel like there's no R&B is dead, then you're just not looking at the right things right now. It's it's nothing else that the people can do to you know what I'm saying further promote these great artists and other than going out and listen to it. You know what I'm saying? That's all you can do. You know what I'm go and do the work. Do the like you said. Right. Do the due diligence. You gotta go out and put in that work, bro. Um, but moving on from that, and that same um, the same weekend of Instagram lives and such, you had Puff and JD. Uh, going at it sure. and starts talking about, you know, what I'm saying uh, a highly anticipated uh, verses that people been wanting to see. What was your thoughts on that? Um, on that, such them kind of like finally getting the ball rolling on this situation. I think they, um, from what I saw, they agreed to a hit versus hit versus without verses. Um, I don't know how that's gonna work, but I mean, they're two brands. I'm sure. Instagram gonna find the backing. I'm not mistaken. Huh? So Instagram still work the same way if I'm not mistaken. That's what I'm saying. And I mean, I wouldn't mind going back to the essence of this versus shit for this one. I would not mind it. 
I really wouldn't, bro. Like, we don't need all that extra shit, bro. We, we don't do. need it. We don't need it. But even though for this one, I wouldn't mind seeing it at the Georgia, at the um, not the Georgia Dome, ain't the Georgia Dome no more. Um, where the Falcons play. At the Apollo, you crazy? They gonna boo JD out the building. That's Harlem. And I mean, for those that are saying that like JD might not be able to keep up, remember he made confessions. That's it. Confessions. Like when he pulled that out, man. Look, look, man, just get these dudes in the studio and play their records, man. Like like, like when he pull out confessions, just just know, don't count JD out when he pull out confessions. Yeah, bro, I feel you. I mean, you that's I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. He got emancipation of Mimi. He got some Janet joints in there. You know what I'm saying? Like old school, new school shit, man. He got some shits in there, bro. He got some shits. But Puff is just different. And that's where it's it's gonna be a fun show. Puff is just show. different, man. Puff got Jodeci, 112, Mary, Carl Thomas, Faith Evans, if he can get on the phone. Bro, that's just the r and How do you feel about them trying to take the competition aspect out of it, though? I like it. I mean, there's still going to be shit talk. Of course there's going to be shit talk. Like, I'm gonna, I can't wait to see JD tell Puff, you didn't produce this. Like, what button did you press? Puff JD is just as petty as Puffy. So that's what I want to make that sound. What knobs were you turning? Pause. I want to see. I want to see the the pettiness more so than the actual competition. This could turn out to be like how um, Mario and Omarion was with the shit talk. I feel you, because. I've been on some shit real quick. Like, uh, when are you gonna bring Stevie Jane them here? The hitman, Chucky Thompson, and them niggas. Saying, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yo, that'd be crazy. Saying, bro, like, I don't know how many joints you as an EP is gonna matter because they was talking about that on there. Also, where it's like they were saying you had a lot of producers taking credits for other, you know, what I'm saying producers' work. And they were saying that Irv Gotti was one of those guys and such like that. And JD was pretty much, you know what I'm saying, clearing his his name out of that, you know what I'm saying, situation, saying that he that's never been done with him or nothing of that nature. I was just like, I feel you on that, JD. The Jay-Z gift where he like this. What about your man's puff though? Like, what's going on over there, buddy? I mean, look, the hitman, Puffy obviously. He created the hitman. The hitman is his brainchild. So by proxy, he, he produced it. Did he create their minds and their 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 drive to make a, a beat? I don't think wrestling so. example. Wrestling example. Triple H created evolution, right? So yeah. by proxy, but he was in evolution though. That's his group. But he was in evolution. But he created Puff is not a part of the hitman. Their name is literally Puff and the Hitman. That's not how they're labeled on credits. Every record the Hitman produced, who do you see right next to him? Yeah, because it's his song. <laughs> Yo, he taking that PC any which way, dog. Yeah, bro, like, <laughs> this, nigga is, this nigga is sick, bro. Nah, bro, I ain't about to let you do that, bro. 
I'm not about to let you do that. Let me go on to the good people at title. The Hitman. Here we go. There we go. Oh, now I got looking for... Where we go? Oh, they don't got the joint up here no more. All right, let me go to Puff then. Nah, Jay, Jay, listen, man, Puff, you could say. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. You could say he has like a deeper library, but don't sleep on JD's, man. Nothing we did this before. Like when we talked about it before, it's just it's kind of a slap in the face, but it's like, don't do the don't do the guy like that. Yeah, they got Stevie J as mainly as a production credit for most of these joints. Stevie J for no way out. Stevie J, Sean Puppy Combs. They only got the whole hitman. The hitman is usually it's is uh the nigga the mad rapper nigga. Yeah, they uh, only got him on one joint extra. The That's mad better. rapper, the nigga named Carlos, Chucky Thompson, Stevie J. Yeah, it's like definitely split up a lot. But neither here nor there. I'm giving more credit to. Give more credit to Stevie J than the party promoter. Are Stevie J and that's that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Right. Are Stevie J and, and promoter is the one that's yeah, right. Like I got more credit to, to Irv because at least he was a DJ. Like who get who get I mean the party promoter does walk out of there with more he more ain't work. making nothing, bro. The nigga just selling shit to you. The party promoter he's a promoter. He walk out of there with more buns than the DJ, bro. So, bro, we talking about who is making the beats, not who is beating on who. Who is <laughs> who's beating on who is crazy? Whoa. I just think, I don't know, JD's, I mean, at the end of the day, it's about what song is going to be played. And, I mean, if he goes into that bag, it'll be more so making niggas go on a history lesson. And I ain't mad at that. But when you partying, who cares? And that's what JD will do. I mean, I think Puff will, to an extent, I think Puff will aim to do that too. Treat it as a party, you know, make people dance. Yeah, I just want to look at JD's discography real quick. Just real quick. Real quick. Jermaine Dupree. It's deep, but it ain't as extensive. Jermaine Dupree. I think that's a point that Puff was making when this conversation first popped up last summer. Damn, he got credits on Always Be My Baby. The Mariah record? God damn, son. Yup. Yeah, this is going to be, this is going to be, oh, it's going to be heavy. He got to bring up Mariah. Boy, them Jagged Edge records. Let's get married. That's one of the more. got to be promised. JD has generational hits too. That's oh, why I'm like, Yo, just kicking it. Oh, Don't sleep on his catalog. 
Love All Over Me, Monica. Oh, I forgot about the Monica shit. Let me hold you. Oh, speaking of Monica, uh, Tink and Mooney Long put out that Yo. boy is mine flip. I that like it. That was cold. That was cold. Um, I'll only take points off because that was like a really creative song for its time, and it's like I feel like y'all just like remixing it is like doesn't really add nothing. Hey, Other than it's just like it's the same story, just new faces. You hey, know what I'm saying? Genius, like, man. like when we talk, we talk about the coming down record with Ari Lennox. Like at least she flipped it to another story. To a, yeah, to a different concept. Yeah, it's like with this is. It's literally the same song, but it's just two dope writers on it, though. I, yeah, I fuck with Tink. Gotta give it some credit. Yeah, like they were able to still write the joint and do their thing, but it's just like in the sense of like making it like feeling new or fresh or anything like that. Nah, not really. I could just go back and listen to the old one still. It sounds just like the old one. It sounds just like the old one, and it's, it's not like how like what Beyonce's doing with certain records, where she's like flipping old joints into new joints, like the. Before I let you go, joint or or the joint she got with Ron Isley, the um, it's like you just feel like okay, this is this song, but with Beyonce, it's on. a whole nother record. Yeah, it's like it's that vibe with Beyonce, so it's a little bit more upbeat. Like they mm -hmm. changed some shit around with the, at least the before I let you go joint, the um, the Isley joint. She just um was just switching vocals on and off of Ron Isley, which was cool too. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I didn't feel like it was too too. It didn't really like change to change anything in my perception. They sound the same. Yeah, but that's kind of a thing with Hitmaker, where he's like, just like I said, he's just re recreating old classics. That's his formula. That's it his formula is, lately. and I feel like it's kind of easy because I think I said this about Mike Zombie last com last show. Said it yeah, last show about Mike Zombie with the one beat, and it's just like, bro, you may start it from the bottom. Why you said that about all of game samples on that album, actually. I didn't say that about all of them. I said that about that main one specifically. Your your point was it's very easy to flip a familiar sample. Yeah, and I'm not saying it like, like all right, your 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 basis of hip hop is flipping old shit into new. You know what I'm saying? But at least it sounded new for this generation. Y'all are literally just rapping over the old beat. It sounds like a, a mixtape, like a freestyle. You feel me? It's <laughs> different than when you hear when you hear the big payback by James Brown, and then you hear an '80s flip on it from the DJ. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, so many people done remixed that joint. But you know what I'm saying? It's like it don't. It's like they're not like deliberately, deliberately rapping off the song. You got some people that was because that was still his early essence of you know what I'm saying sampling and such like that. But yeah, a lot of people that would flip it in a sense where it's like this could be wrapped off of now. Right. You know what I'm saying? But neither here nor there. I just think, especially where we've gone with production and such like that, it should just be no reason for y'all just be recreating an old beat and just you're pretty much just paying to use the song. Yeah, you're you're it's the easy way out. It's you're doing the bare minimum. Use a sample of the song. You're using the song. Literally, just give me that type right. shit. Right, and that's where I can say like, because think about it. When you heard the boy's mind the first time, and that harp, that harp going off, the you know, saying dark child, like it was all new and fresh. 
You know what I'm saying? When you hear Timbaland and Aaliyah on them beats, like when you hear one in a million for the first time, it sounds beautiful. And no offense, no offense. I think just because the people think, you know what I'm saying, be around, they give her these, you know what I'm saying, these songs and like, yo, recreate this. And it's just like, some of these songs are just not meant to be touched. Did you, um? and I mean, I guess we're, I guess we're done with the Puffy and JD convo. Yeah, yeah. I was saying, remember um, Tink did the one in a million joint. I, was, I felt that was like a kind of reason why she had to sit down for a little bit because people was on her like, yo, you about to be the next Aaliyah or something. We're not going to be, but like, Tim is trying to push you as the next Aaliyah, and we don't want that. Did you see what Tink said that, um, because you just mentioned she is getting pushed like the next Aaliyah. She said that Timbo wanted her to be the next Lauren, and she felt like it was too much pressure. But there was. I mean, if you know Lauren's story and what the fuck Wyclef was putting her through, you don't want to go through that shit. That's a lot of pressure for a newer artist. Because remember, she, she... You want me to be the next Lauren? You want me to be the next Leah? Like, can I just be Tink? Timbo never found his next Aaliyah after... Bro, he was trying to so hard with Tink, bro. A little too hard. Like, the one in a million shit was cool, but it was just like... I don't know, man. You just don't mess with certain records, B. Why he never found his next Magoo? Mm. <clears throat> it wasn't that, that was his brother, right? <laughs> Why he never looked for the next Magoo? <laughs> that nigga was garbage, dog. <laughs> he really sounded like Mushmouth from the fucking Cosby Kids. He sounded like Q-Tip if Q-Tip couldn't rap. I was about to say, if he could rap, I was about to say, bro, do you want to stop the show to fight? <laughs> we're not about to send brother Q-Tip up here. We're not about to do that. Yo, I mean, I love Q-Tip, but I don't know what the fuck he was thinking with Vibrant Thing. I'll give you that. Bro, Vibrant Thing is a fucking amazing song. I bet it is. Bro, you wasn't. Well, I was outside, but I was inside. So was I. Outside. Nah, I was outside for that. <laughs> I was outside early enough to hear that shit playing off of cars. Yeah, that shit was banging. Stop playing, bro. You wildin'. But nah, dog. Um, yeah, man. I just, I just think Tink is in a good space where she, she, her hit maker could probably could really do some good new new work. Got shrooms on deck, baby. You already know. Got the shroomies. I already took one before the show, but I had, I, I was really hungry, so I wanted to eat. You gotta like wait like a two. Throw it on a pizza. Throw wait like two. I was about to put. I had spaghetti. I was gonna put in the spaghetti sauce, been spaghetti, but I was like, I don't feel like it. But anyways, um, you know, look at these um, mushrooms with the spaghetti. I mean, it's already in the spaghetti, but neither here nor there. I just think that definitely Tink needs to find way to make a little bit more original music. But it's tough to say that when hip hop is so based off of recreating music off of classics. But I think we are so forward in, in production where it's like you can do that but still make something new. Like we from our sampling guys, we know that. Mm-hmm. It'll take those minuscule part of a song and, and you got something new. That's well, you kind of have to be it, you have to have that ingenuity and you have to have that initiative to know or to hear a, a, a sample and be like, nah, I know where to take this. I know where to flip this. I, mm-hmm. You have to have that. Not a lot of producers have that. Like, to be honest, I can't wait to see what um, Ari 
it continues to do because I got to listen to that hoodie record. I keep forgetting to listen to the new her new record. I've been waiting for her to drop something after that damn pressure record. I like all right now. Nah, I, I we got it. The record is pressure. But Jesus, I'm about to put pressure on you for a new record. And then she needs put that coming down on the um yeah, she album. needs to put that on her album, bro. Like dead ass. If like dead ass, that record is so cold. Mm-hmm. But um, but still though, I think she's moving and grooving though. Um, I still gotta hear the record. Um, because I want to play it, I want to get like my initial thoughts before I I'll talk about it right here. But I'm interested to see what other work her and um JD and B Michael Cox have done, you know what I'm saying? So Seeing that and what they've been doing so far with her, what they're doing with her, what they did with um division, I like to see them spin the block on Tink and see what they could do with Tink. Cause I feel what what JD and Brian Michael Cox do with their music, it feels original, it feels fresh. You know what I'm saying? That pressure beat is cold. Tink been in the game for what 2013, yeah. 2014. That, that shit, the pressure beat. Crazy cold, for a great catchy song. You know what I'm saying? If I don't get, you know what I'm saying? If I get caught, you know what I'm saying? Dope beat, catchy song. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like Tink might want to go holla at them. Yeah, Tink might want to. She mm-hmm. might like. I fuck but these niggas still got it. I personally would take JD and Brian Michael Cox over Hitmaker still. Go, go see a Dark Child. Oh, Dark Child, you know him. I, I would love to see him and Eric Bellinger link together. Go see a Dark Child, another uh, Eric Bellinger. Go, yeah. go see one of those, like, because Timbo, like I said, it's been since 2013, 2014, riding with Timbo. And Sandy, the definition of Sandy is doing the same thing with no no results. Maybe, yeah. you're, maybe you're insane. You know? But that's why I was happy she linked with, that's why I was happy she linked with Hitmaker. Because, like, okay, you got somebody who's with a new fresh sound, like, give you some more up-tempo songs. But he still is like kind of keeping you in that cover band type shit. Am I tripping? Like saying it's cover band music? I don't. I don't know. It's like you know when you go to the cruise and they have the cover band playing. Like, oh, this is they're playing all the hits of Hall of Notes, but it ain't Hall of Notes. Yeah, man. I'm just, I'm just a little confused, brother. I'm just a little confused. Oh man, he's gonna see Tink join real quick. Well, I, mean, I heard a couple it's records off of there. Music on here. It is some good music on here. Going Bad is nice. The Cater record with Two Chains is nice. We already heard the Mooney Long joint. Um, Trifling with Fab is fire. But see, like she got joints like this, the 25 Reasons interlude. Now this, if I'm not mistaken, yep, this is going off the 25 Reasons joint from Nivea. We're like, oh, where's your own records? Can y'all not like yo? Is this a fucking mixtape? You didn't like, like coming too? No, nah, if I didn't get, I didn't get that far. That's hours record. Yeah, I didn't get that far. And she got them type of records. No, make no mistake about it. But bro, I ain't gonna lie, man. I feel like it making just out here giving motherfuckers clearances to make mixtapes. Well, his sauce since he became hitmaker. His sauce has been to be the flipper. That's been his sauce. I'm sorry, bro. It's starting to get a little bit too like. Once again, I just feel like he has to give me an original beat, bro, or some original. I feel song. like he has. 
Has he not? Oh, and maybe he has, but that's not his repertoire. Hmm. Well, he got the Jim Jones album coming. That heavy sampled. He know he, he needs to get Jim. Let's get it clear: we're not bashing samples. It's just this nigga ain't using a sample. This nigga Shelton using versatility. Yeah, he's not sampling a piece of the meal. He's taking the whole plate. Mm, nice analogy. You know what I'm saying? Like it. That's how I feel. But the song still be good. I, I don't know, man. Y'all let us know what y'all take is on yeah. that. For real for real. Is Hitmaker pretty much just giving artist clearances to you know what I'm saying Jack for beats, or or is this sampling if he doing still in the you know what I'm saying the, the qualifications of what hip hop is? I guess you know what I'm saying. I don't know. Um, but, keeping it R and B though, man. Tank dropped a banger. R and B money. He dropped a banger, bro. Like, let me tell you, let me read these off real quick. Hold on. Um, it's called RB Money Volume One. Um, oh, so we're gonna get more. Okay, we're gonna get more. Home, no limit with Alex Isley, mm -hmm. spoil her alert, see through love with Chris Brown, mm -hmm. and regular. Those are my joints. No, nah, I can definitely um ditto that. You know what I'm saying? They eat. I feel like he was cooking something up on the lowest of keys, the way he's just been getting mad back active in the R&B conversations and just like, well, I mean, he's always been a writer. And so it's like, he's always been very like adamant about the genre. He's like, well, I mean, you kind of have to be because you could talk a lot, but if you ain't adding nothing to the mix, right. You know what I'm saying? Then it's just all talk. And he's sure that I still can, I still got that pen. Mm -hmm. He got Rotimi on there. Yeah, I was. I Questionable. like the variety of artists that he had on here, from Alex Isley to Chris Brown to Rotimi. Like, you got your, you got your soft shit. You got your upbeat, or you know what I'm saying, your your popular R&B sound, and then you got your, you know what I'm saying, the Afro beat. You know what I'm saying, era area. Alex Isley smoked him on No Limit. Just where, saying. just saying. You put me on to that young lady this year. Thank you. Such a thing. One of my favorite records of the year. You gotta listen to. I'll say right now before we move on to this R and B topic, I give y'all five R and B artists and or art. I mean albums y'all should listen to. At least from this year, I'll say off rip. Off rip. I just found a new guy last week named Sheen with a record called Fashion Week. Go check Sheen, that out. like the damn S H brand. Sheen from um, Jimmy Neutron. All oh, about to say he sponsored. Right. <laughs> I actually found it on one of them little, um, like little reels when they be playing the songs. Dude, damn, we got that many listeners, bro. But it's a nice song. But anyways, um, Duckworth, out from LA, check him out. Great artist. Um, he was just on Larry June's joint. Mm -hmm. Crazy, right? See, I was like, oh, look at my worlds colliding. All comes together. Look at my worlds colliding. Um, we already know about division. Um, if you're not up on Steve Lacey by now, then you're under a rock. He's an acquired taste. I mean, I ain't gonna lie, bro. He's about to get to that space where it's like he's gonna be kind of undeniable. Like, I think he's getting close to that space, bro. Like he's, he's rubbing elbows with Kanye, right? You know what I'm saying? Like he's getting in the right space, and but it's the music taking him there. Uh, but neither here nor there. Um, Shelly, FKA Drum. You know what I'm saying? If y'all didn't know about uh, Drum or 
Shelly, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Heavy waving he's his flag. Food since he's had this rebrand. Please check out his music on the R&B tip. You know what I'm saying? We already know about Brent Fayez. Um, Levin Cali, check him out. Dope artist, man. Dope artist, man. Really great records. Check out his mind record. Really, really dope. Um, Tariana Tank Bell from Tank and the Bangers, one of the best singers in the world right hey, now. In the world right now. Are you near a window? Well, they're all kind of like blocked in, but Ari is broadcasting from the same hole they called Osama. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, she is like, she got pipes, bro. Like, she can Damn, sing. It's like that? Yo, go check her out. She's on um Sway's Universe. Uh, Just type in Tank. Showing, showing them off? Bro, she can go. She can go. Mm. Um, Other artists. Kevin Ross, another great artist out here, man. Like, Kevin it's Ross. a lot of great artists out here that's doing their things that just don't get the great looks, man. Cleo Soul. Like another great artist. I mean, you know, so she's been eating independently. Yo, fire. She's dumb fire, bro. Like amazing songs. Uh, buddy, you know what I'm saying? Very versatile artist. You know what I'm saying? He could rap and sing. Um, who else we could talk about, bro? Amber Mark. Who? Amber Mark. Amber Mark, bro. Pink Sweats, like, Giveon. So it's a lot out there. It's so many, man. Just to say, y'all is RB is dead, is just it's sad to say it's not just the weekend and Chris Brown. Y'all need to relax. It's for real, bro. It's really not. It's it's really crazy. Duran Bernard, another one of my favorites. That's your in man. The world in the world. That nigga makes singing look like he's fucking playing street ball. What's the Spanish nigga name? Oh my nigga Omar Apollo. Like he just, he just dropped, dropped something. He just dropped a deluxe to his album. Yeah, more more heat for your head tops, bro. Like Leon Thomas just dropped the record too. Leon Thomas, man, it's so many dope artists, bro. I can keep going, bro. Like I really can. It's 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 fun because it's like I get to talk about the genre I love, but it's like it sucks because it's like how are we like this lazy? As, as with all this music access, we're this lazy. You said it, man. Spoon fed niggas want to be spoon fed music. Mm-hmm. We're already kind of spoon fed the music, so mm-hmm. like you gotta have to go do your due diligence, like you did, to find out who Duckworth was, who Duran Bernard was. Tiana Major Nine, you know what I'm saying? Another great artist. Who? Alex Isley, Tiana Major Nine. Remember from the Collide record? Oh, that's what she goes by now. That's been her name, Tiana Major. It's Tiana Major with nine at the end. I thought Major Nine was the producer. Mm-mm. That's her whole name. <laughs> You're thinking of Major Laser. The Ross producer? Major Nine. Nah, that's not him. But that's not her. Uh, just a few more. Omale, Kyle Dion, um, Lady Ray. Omale just dropped something, too. I yeah, think. he's dope. Got that Bieber stimulus package, too. Throw him on there, why don't you? Nah, nah. I already put him in the white, the white category. That's he's me. white soul. He's Bobby McFerrin. But you got Lady Wright, formerly Nicole Wright from back in the day, make it hot for you. But she came out with some. I mean, I've talked about this on here. Moon Child, you know what I'm saying? Uh emotional oranges, child. Emotional oranges, Majid Jordan, you know what I'm saying? Uh Raheem Devon is still out here cooking. Like mm-hmm. still himself. Like, come on, man. Like Anthony Hamilton still be dropping great music. Like, man, y'all just bugging, bro. Y'all bugging. Y'all really bugging, man. 
Don't let Puff get it. Don't let Puff get it. You know what I'm saying? Food. You know what I'm saying? R&B is alive and well. It's a lot, especially where we were. So like, I don't think it really ever died. Once again, it's just like I said, those eyes start to shift away. That's all it is, man. But let's move into last um last couple things in the music department before we get to our um, first wave of the week. Swizz and Tim versus Triller. Oh. Is versus dead? Versus seems like it's in the ground, bro. I mean, it, it Triller is dead, not Versus. Let's be we'll clear. About the type, the the brand of Versus on Triller that we came to like. No, like I, it's it's looking like it is. I mean, I will say like Triller when Triller and Versus got together. The only I will say good moment that came out of it was the obvious locks and dipset. But factor in that was the first big. (laughs) That was the first big gathering post COVID at the garden. So I just had classic moments, bro. I'm sorry, you brought that shit up. I just had to, bro. But like, you proved my point. Like, what other verses since the Triller merger gave you this? Uh, wasn't no? Was Gucci? Was Gucci and Jeezy on the Triller? Because remember, for I mean, a minute, they were on Apple. It ain't the same with 3-6 Mafia, but Bone Thugs was funny as hell. Those the niggas fought. <laughs> niggas talk about it. <laughs> Man, Locks and Dipset was timeless, <laughs> dog. Juicy J, that nigga. <laughs> like, we just, we just passed the anniversary, too, man. Like, that low-key, that verse has kind of changed careers, too, because Jadakus is on record saying Def Jam restructured his deal. After that versus, mm-hmm. yep, he re, he remastered the who shot your shit and everything. You know what I mean? What but, other verses can do that? But to be honest, other than that, yeah, every single thing in it <laughs> is mid. Kinda like compared to what we did from the from the IG days is definitely well, that's what happened when money coming to play, man. He's still me. Twenty plus million, being like, pretty much saying, "Yo, dang, dang, this is our rest of our bread for this shit." And I think Triller, they're more focused on boxing too. Like, but do you think that has? Do you think that money quarrel affected the? You know, what I'm saying the quality of the show, the branding of it. Because remember, we had the list of all the right. things that was supposed to happen, and they and it got remixed like crazy. That's because the money. Where, where, where it, it, it's. How you how you would say it. they're they're trying to make they ain't got no they, what's the saying fuck when it comes to me I'll say exact my uncle used to say the saying a lot it's about two dollars in your pocket some shit um but Triller ain't have a pot to piss in they did all of that through estimate mm-hmm. like you give Swiss and Timbo a blank check a blank check yeah because you're not gonna pay them so obviously yeah you're gonna give them a blank check and be like yeah get whatever you want. I'm not going to pay it at the end of the day. Yeah, sue us, whatever. Stand in line and sue us. Triller is janky promoters. And Swiss and Timbo kind of have to stick to their guns. So Versus founder Swiss and Timbaland 
have filed a $28 million lawsuit against Triller, accusing the streamer platform of missing multiple payments. This is multiple payments now. According to the suit, the which is filed in Los Angeles Superior Court on Tuesday, August 16th, Triller has failed to properly compensate the producers per the terms agreed upon the platform's acquisition of Versus in January 2021. In addition to the $28 million, Swizz and Timbaland are also seeking $95,000 as interest. Mm. <laughs> that's, a, that's her niggas for you. And I need my interest. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> as well as attorney fees and all of that. That's a whoopie whoop. Um, the suit alleges that Triller unequivocally and unconditionally guaranteed to Mosley and Dean the payment and performance of Triller's holds, Triller holds obligation under the agreement and related agreements, but have failed to uphold those terms. The Versus Founders legal team also claims Triller has failed and refused to respond to the plaintiff's written notice and demand for payment as and has continued in default. Oh, they tried to walk them. They tried to yeah. walk them. Yeah. Yo, the little white boys that run Triller. Ooh, they try to. Tr- Whoa, that's that capitalism smacking you right in the face and letting you know where you stand. It's certain niggas you don't like. This is a whole move. There's certain niggas where you play with them, they're gonna play with your money. The corporations don't, man. I was just telling my sister this, and this is probably kind of unrelated, but we was talking about the movie Blindside, right? And I was like, man, get this white savior movie to fuck out my face, bro. Like the older we get, the more we see it. Yes. Right. But she said she actually wanted to watch it. So I'm like, what you want to watch it for? Blah blah blah. And she said, why you want to watch it? And I'm, I said my stance on it too. And then I was like, um, what y'all think? What y'all I always wonder what y'all think, you know what I'm saying, happened when that contract came in. You know what I'm saying? You had to bust it down with, with the with the white mama. Right. You know what I'm and I'd be thinking, like, was she waiting on this? Like you know what I'm saying? But that's just be my thoughts. And she had her own other thought. Like, nah, they really fell for him. All that stuff. True story. It was a true story. Blue, 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 blue. He played for the Ravens. But I was like, so what would have happened if he would have injured himself or like, or he didn't make it to the NFL? Back to the ghetto you go. And this is what I say. Like, you you got, and I'm not saying specifically with this, but it's just so <laughs> many crazy man. examples of where you see white people will just utilize people from our culture as their talents, of their of their creations and such exploited 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 until there's nothing left and then throw it to the wayside and start looking for something else you know and this feels like this is just another case it's another case of it bro it's first of all it's white savior syndrome because the white niggas that run triller were like oh y'all need a home come here we got y'all but it's also thievery because, like you said, they want to walk with the ship. They want to take all of it type of thing. And Swiss and Timbo are like, nah, give us our interest, all of that. Like, fam, Swiss and Timbo are good. They don't need Triller. They can bring this anywhere. YouTube, TikTok, back to IG, Netflix. You know the thing? They didn't want to be under all of these different platforms and not and not feel like it's they have a stake in it, you know? Right. That was the purpose of going with Triller. They had stake. Now they seem like, yo, they pretty much just dangled some, you know what I'm saying, treat in front of y'all face, and they took the rest of the bread. You know what I'm saying? They need their own shit and build it from the ground. If you need versus.com and build it up from there, then that's what you have to do. Do you think... Niggas be scared to do that. Question. Um, 
Do you think them going to a subscription base fucked them in the end? I think that I think that hurt them on the fan side. Yeah. Do you think if they had they, put they, like they, a versus they up on that though, and they went they instantly switched it back? So I give them credit for that though. It shouldn't have been done in the first place, but they did understand we wasn't fucking with it though. It's because of the verses that they put as a subscription. I'm not gonna pay to watch Cypress Hill versus disrespect. <coughs> I think that was a ploy to I think that was like a little a selling ploy for us to kind of subscribe to the box and shit. It was a tester, it was a tester. But Triller has responded and to the suit and um on in, in New York Post saying we hope it is nothing more than a misunderstanding driven by lawyers. The platform said. We do not wish to air our dirty laundry in the press, but we have paid Swizz and Tim millions in cash and in stock. Triller also acknowledged the success Versus has experienced while working with the company and voices continued desire and voices um, desire to continue this business relationship with Swizz and Timbo. No one has benefited as much from Triller to date. Triller has helped fuel Versus to new heights, making it a global culture phenomenon it is today. We hope to resolve this, uh, resolve this amicably and quickly, and amicably and quickly, and truly hope it's just a misunderstanding. However, Triller also noted its willingness to take their legal battle to court and the company's confidence that there has been no wrongdoing on their part. You know, saying they say if they force the defendant, we are more than optimistic. The truth and the facts are on our side. Yow. Sounds like they'll settle. It sounds like they. It sounds like they ready to play. It's it's going to settlement. It's going to settlement. You see, that's the thing. Well, I feel like if if if, if Swizz and Tim are, are just going to settle on this, I think people are going to look at this as like, y'all just got your money and y'all good. What about the actual brand, though? What about the actual like thing that we built that y'all say we built as a community? Right. As long as y'all get paid, it don't matter what the hell well, happens. It's because huh? they are good. They are good. Like Twiz and Timbo financially are good. They don't need this. They're doing it off the arm. Off the culture, but they're getting a bag for it now, though. That was the but thing. They're doing all of this, this litigation. They're doing this shit off the strength of this started as something for the culture. No, they're doing this off the strength that these niggas didn't pay them they twenty eight million fucking dollars. That's twenty eight million dollars. Now I get you. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. But that's what I'm saying. If they just just to settle out, settle and not actually fight. It's gonna look like all right, y'all got your money, y'all can go chill, whatever. The the you know what I'm saying? More will be revealed, more developments will be revealed. Hope so, man. I hope so. But once again, hopefully that the culture does look at this and we can just recreate something. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what the trademark of versus is looking JD like. JD and Puff are gonna do it without the trademark. Yeah, so that's it is what it is, man. Shit, we seen what Kanye and Drake did on Amazon. Mm-hmm. That's another platform they can go to. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's places to go, man. So hopefully that uh that definitely goes down, man. Um, you know what I'm saying? Definitely, man. Best wishes to Swiss and Tim because I, I always root for the, the man to win, the man's to win over the common man to win over the corporations. Cause they always, like I said, they always gonna continue about to, to say, to you root for the country. man to win, you bet you. you know the lead, the common man. <laughs> anyway, so they always steal it from our culture and trying to eat off of us. So hopefully, you know what I'm saying, our guys can take this W, man. The last thing in music, man. Let's talk about some new music releases from over the weekend, man. Oh boy. Um, I will say I finally got a chance to fully get a full listen to Death Codes. Um Cheat Codes. Cheat Codes, sorry. I don't know. I, I don't know why you want to say death codes. Sounds crazier, doesn't it? It sounds it fire, sounds a lot better. 
that's how Ray fire. But <laughs> but anyways, uh, cheat codes. But let's talk about that a little bit more in depth, man, because we we talked about it a little bit um last time. But yo, really listening to this, y'all, and listening to when this came out the same weekend as Dramatic, bro. And I know I'm saying Dramatic might be one of them like better produced albums. Oh boy. For this to be Danger Mouse by himself? I jumped out the window last week with what I said. Like, by himself? Like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know. I don't know. This might, this might edge. This is top five of the year it's, so far. I'm, I'm just saying production right now. I'm just talking about production. Like, Danger Mouse cooked food on this. 12 records, too. Quick listen. Quick he listen. Food, bro. Like, the from Gold Teeth, like Belize, Aquamarine, Aquamarine's that like, one, like Darkest Part, like it's so many great just production, like beats higher, bro. They just Salt Water, like, where he kind of went to Conway's world. Yo, like that just sounded like a Derringer beat. I'm sorry. <laughs> And I'm trying to tell you, this is what I be saying with Conway, bro. Like, niggas know Conway, one of the ones, bro. Like, the ones be calling Con- Conway. This year, bro. This year, I think that Conway Benny conversation we always have, we got to dead it because I think Conway lapped him a little bit. Conway wasn't playing this year. He had a point to fucking prove. Conway bro. lapped him. He had a point to prove. But nah, but the um my standout records off the joint, man. I love that darkest part record, bro. I really do. And it's crazy. We, I was just talking about salt, and we was talking about kid sister, like two shows before this um album came she out. And she pulled up on here. Mm-hmm. And that's how she sounds on the salt albums, bro. I'm telling you, it sounds so smooth. You sound just like that. Yes. Noted. I'm telling you, bro. Because I didn't even think she could sing like this either, bro. I did not know. She was harmonizing this shit. was in there. Yeah, let's go. Ooh. This was cold, man. Um, I love the intro. Um, because uh Joey Badass and Russ, man, they was cooking. I love yo, Russ really be cooking full with yeah. these OGs, dog. They oh, love him, they know he can rap. They 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 rock with Russ. Like, Russ really held his own with 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 fucking Black Thought and Joey Badass, bro. Like that's so well, that I- chomp too. He held his own. Most he's of that album. He's continuing. He's mm-hmm. continuing it, bro. I love it, man. Russ is... We're going to talk about it. At the he end made of a fan out of me these last year and a half. He yeah, made a fan out of me. A lot of these singles he's been dropping also, bro, like, he is really becoming one of my favorite artists right now. Like, as a whole, like, he just... His work ethic is insane. It's insane, dog. To give you great rap records and great R&B records like this, like, it's crazy. But like, shout out to Black Thought for bringing you know what I'm saying young young MCs on here though you know what I'm saying and once like Joey Badass and Rush you wouldn't the let's say that your your quintessential like underground rap circle wouldn't be saying yo I need Russ and Black Thought you know Shit, not after this year after yeah, this year you have to say Russ different I think it's different like I said Russ and he continues to show why y'all need to keep him in these conversations he's a purist he's he, definitely he loves the culture. I think we got to talk about him as one of the best like, rappers of this new generation. Like, one of. Like, he's one cool. of. One of. Let's not like, jump all the way out. I, didn't say, I didn't say he was the best. I ain't saying he was the best. I'm just saying you got to put him in this conversation with a lot of these new, you know what I'm saying, art, you know what I'm saying? rappers out, like the Core Days, the Russ, Joey, like, Joey Badass ain't new. 
but he's still young. But um, you know what I'm saying? Even the, you know what I'm saying, with the Bennies and the Cowboys that's either young in age or new in the in the in the game, you gotta put rest in these conversations with them. Absolutely. He's holding he's holding his own with these motherfuckers, bro. Like it's I crazy. wanted to see Royce on here though. Yeah, I'm surprised we didn't see Royce on here, but hey man, it is what it is. It is what it is. I don't think this is this is top five album of the year for me, dog. Yeah, bro. It's Queen. just great rapping on here. Oh, it's strangers, man. Like with run the jewels and ASAP. That <laughs> yo, I need an ASAP. I never know album. I needed a black thought and ASAP Rocky record, bro. I never I, thought I, I need an ASAP album, dog. Apparently, he's on Michelle Records, he's on that shit too. He's on that compilation on that compilation. Mm-hmm. So he's making his rounds like he was on games record. We need to pressure Rocky to give us a straight up like hip hop record. I mean, hip hop album. Like, what did his, um, the first mixtape, something like that. But I'm talking about give us like, I know he's going to have his verse, but like, you know, just give us some like joints. You just being that spitter. Like, yeah, you know what I want to see Rocky. I want to see, even if it's a mixtape, I don't care, bro. Like EP or whatever. Like give us a, you just spitting off some crazy records, bro. This wild. Um, close to famous was cool. We talked about saltwater and vibe. Yo, violas. Um, was it Voilas? Is it violas? Viola. No, it's violas. It's a reference to Viola Davis and Lupita, Lupita and Younger. Yeah, yo, just, it was just so many great songs. The content was really great. The production was good. The features were great. I really like the even the MF Doom joint was cold, bro. Yeah, like, I see they had your boy on there. I told you they got your boy on there too. Like he went right to MF Doom with that like that lo-fi-ish, you know what I'm saying, underground shit, bro. And he still cooked food with doing like this was this dope. album is a cheat code. After he passed, like that's cold. Who 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 knows how long it's been in the cut? And it's to know we got a black thought of MF Doom record that just been sitting in the cut for a while long. And it never touched Earth until now is crazy. This shit made me go back and hear. Um, was it Streams of Thought? Yes, that's the one I was telling you. Streams of it Thought. It made me go back and hear that one. I disrespected that album last year for no reason, you, bro. I tried to tell you that State Prisoner record. You get more of this on there. I'm telling. I know you had it on your rankings last year for albums of the yes. year. Yes, and this it. When he drops shit like this, how can you not put him in the in those rankings? Yeah. Like Black Thought continues to do this every year, where it's like I'm gonna drop something on y'all, and then I'm gonna go back to living my my real chill, lavish life. Black Thought, he because every the so often, nigga machine niggas like to disrespect Black Thought. It's me. I don't niggas. think so, bro. I think I think the only time the disrespect comes in is when people who respect him put him in a high regard. It's, no, but what I mean by disrespect is like, first of all, for me, just okay. for me, if you gave me Black Thought and like a Ransom or a Black Thought and like a Benny or a Black Thought and a Conway. Oh, my God. I'm a Ransom would be. Oh, my. You marking out. You marking out right now. Whoa. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to always pick the latter. Because, yeah. you know what I mean? But. That's not to to take away from Black Thought and his 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 skills. It's just I think Ransom would cook them. Benny cooked them on on um the shit from Plugs I Met. Mm. Benny got him. Oh, spoiler alert! It's, it's, we got another return on Raw. I'll see. I catch it when I watch it. I won't. You'll be happy. That's all I'll say. I'll catch it. But um, but even even I can give you that though, bro. He he's a vet. 
he's a vet, so it's, it should be some young dudes that got are a little bit more hungrier and willing to do that. He's dark. It's, it's just it's the law of nature. You know what I'm saying? He's but a pharaoh monk. The skill level he's still at at the age he's at and the experience and years he's been in the game. It's like he's way better than he was when he first came out. And that's saying a lot because when he came out, he came out with the roots. <laughs> you know how big the roots he were. Was still dropping lyric, like dope shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, Undone is still one of like the best albums. Like you know what I'm saying? Of their I like albums. things fall apart. Things fall apart is dope too. But neither here nor there. It's the raps. You know what I'm saying? It's the raps. It's the raps that hold it down. But to see what he's doing, and let's keep it tall too. Let's keep it all the way tall. Remember, he had that ghost writing um, um, allegation over his head. You know what I'm saying? Uh, was it last year or the year before? This nigga twerk always got something, dog. But remember, he had the, um, the, the ghost writing allegation over him a year. Black before. Thought? Yeah, remember the shorty was saying that when he was in Bruce, it was the dude um, Malik something. Malik Yoba? No, no, no. But it was saying like he was helping with mad records. And oh, stuff. Malik Yusuf. Malik Yusuf. Yes, yes. So you remember what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. So do you think, not I'm saying do you think, but even with that rumor being there, if it's true or not, he's passed, correct? Uh, extremes of thought, and this came out since that. I think he's more than past. More than past. No, 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 no. I'm saying to do um Lee Yusuf. I believe if I'm not mistaken, I believe he passed. Like a, a did he? I think he did, if I'm not mistaken. Hold on, let me check. Malik Yusuf. And I'm not saying, but I'm not saying nothing in no ill will to him. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Nah, he's he's still around. He's still around. I thought he, I thought he tried to kill some nigga named Malik Yusuf. Look at you. Nah, bro. It was something that I felt like did something like he passed or something like that. My bad. Pardon me, pardon me, pardon me. But it was ain't like that. You know what I'm saying? He's the ghostwriter for him. But when you see projects like this where he's just moving dolo, like, how can you say this dude had a ghostwriter? Yeah. You can't say know. Danger Mouse wrote for him because Danger Mouse is not a He's a producer. Right. And the two of them? I thought Danger Mouse was the nigga from Narlis Barkley. Okay, just the dude. Okay. Remember the Afro um, nigga. Remember in the colors video, it was Danger Mouse and it was the dude. It was another dude behind him, too. Mm. Yeah, remember Danger Mouse was in the colors video. That might be hold on now. I'm tripping. I mean, everybody it was called everybody, you know what I'm talking about. No, nah, that was probably Mr. Bentley. No, nah, not Mr. Bentley. Remember at the remember in the video at the very top of the stage, you had the dudes on the pianos. Yeah, one of them was Danger Mouse, and it was a dude behind him, if I'm not mistaken. But let's see if you remember. Let's see if you remember what this color stand for. Cool outrageous lovers of unique sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it was style. It was style, style. <laughs> Yo, you fucked up the end. <laughs> ah, they would have fucked it. Go ahead, blame the shrooms. Go they would have fucked, fucked, fucked with it. I ain't on shrooms right now. I'm just, I'm, that's later. We, we, we night trippers. But uh, anyways, though, um, yeah, we had that joint, man. That, like I said, great, great listen, man. Definitely gets an A plus from me, yo. A plus for the album, for sure. Um, Moving on from that, though, this week's releases, we had Larry June. Spaceships on the boat. Fam, this shit now. And to get ready for the album, I was bumping like Mr. Midnight, Early Bird, the old like Larry shit. Go check out that playlist. Oh, you got a playlist? Mm -hmm. Oh, you got to put me on because I literally went through his discography like on my own type shit. Less. 
Say less. As you got to add the joints from this album to it. This uh, shit from top to bottom. Banger, dog. Like, even the for tonight shit with Sid. Hours record. Um, But my shit, I, I told you, man. Don't check me. Nigga, don't trust me. Nigga, don't trust me. Nigga, don't check me. Check that bitch. Better check that bitch. So catchy. So catchy, bro. I mean, I'm with you on that, bro. Like, it's it's a very very good album, bro. It's he knows how to make his style of music perfectly. You know, and what I say by that is like he makes the best driving music in the game like if yeah. i was getting in a car the first thing i'm playing is larry june this like, shit sound crazy in the car like his it is it's like his song like when you go from the intro with herm lewis shout to herm lewis you know what i'm saying always the great motivation in the beginning of the album every album he's on every album dog and the motivation gets better you know what i'm saying somebody said larry june make music to get your shit together he does bro he makes me really want to like do better in life <laughs> Good job. Herm makes that it good job. When I listen to Herm shit, I'll be like, fuck am I doing, bro? Like, <laughs> don't check me, check that back too. But like that, that type of shit, like that don't nigga. But yo, but how it goes into the intro to private valet, that so so seamless because it same thing we got on, on orange print. Mm-hmm. When it went from that and it went into tangible assets, you know what I'm saying? You play that on here. Transition, smooth transition, because that. Cold, cold. Him record is fire too. That's the song you get up to get dressed. You getting fresh and shit like that's the morning record. Get ready for work. Him, things you do was cold. Don't check me. Another day part two though. He was talking that shit on there. This production too. Records like this when he records like this. This where he gets into his like. Like that vulnerability that like I'm really putting that pen down type shit, like really rapping to you. Shit. Like, I know I would talk about the cool shit, but now I'm talking about life shit. You know the last saying? record gave me that vibe too. Appreciate yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I love when he gives you that those type of records right there. Cause like it's like you could take you start to take them more serious as an artist, other than just pen music. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, yeah, like mood music. You know what I'm saying? No pun intended. Um to you know saying you know, button or album or anything. But um, tools of the game with Wallow on the um interlude. People, everybody wants Wallow on their on their album now, yo. Everybody you can thank Conway that. for that. Yeah, he was on somebody else's shit before that, wasn't he? Nah, the first time I seen him on a nigga album was on Conway on stress. Okay, okay. make sure I wasn't. Let me want to run through a fucking wall, man. This one, this one made me want to just see like it was funny because obviously space is on the blade. Is a flip off of spaceships on Bankhead, but it means hoes on the strip. But spaceships on the blade, the blade is the strip, you know what I'm saying? It's just where the hoes at. But the spaceships is just kind of like, you know what I'm saying? The, the kind of like the, the trippy aspect of it, like the, the production on the, the worldly aspect to it, you know what I'm saying? Immaculate. I don't know. If, well, I know with spaceships on Bankhead, that nigga, them niggas was tweaking, but it's <laughs> <laughs> like tweaking. Yeah, it was geeked up, but spaceships on the blade is more so like a. If you ever think about like, um, I was watching this the Parliament documentary and how they were explaining their concerts and when they first did the mothership coming down and how much of an experience it was for the people. Like it was like a other, 
worldly, worldly. during that time, you know, say especially with concerts and such like that. And just you know, say seeing a spaceship in general just it would just be like Wow, that shit, yeah, that's kind of scary. I wouldn't be jumping up and, and down. I think more so the spaceship part is more so if you think of like uh what's our joint um by you by um I'm eight ball MJG space age pimping space age pimping. You think just you know what I'm saying they in that like the Afrofuturism type shit, but still kind of like keeping it gutter type shit. So the spaceship is the whip, you know what I'm saying? It's the old school, you know what I'm saying. So the spaceship is them sitting in the whip on the on the blade, but the car so fire is like looking at the spaceship. You know what I'm saying? You see what you get? What I'm saying? No, I get it. it it's right. it's a flip on. It's pretty much, it's pretty much everybody looking at my fly ass car on the strip. It. I, I mean, I always when it's Larry, when it comes to Larry, I always go to pimping. But it's, it's, it's his thing though. Really, is cars. Like I think of Larry as a new age sugar free. Am I accurate with that? lean more towards towards too short really too short if you think of records like um getting it but too short wasn't hit with his delivery because i always go with the delivery larry june's delivery is about as laid back as sugar free sugar free had that fast that fast um nick was never on beat yeah kind of like so you could he was like him and corrupt are more in the same ilk of that that flow that's what i said you can kind of slow it down more like too short that's why I say more like Cole hey, gonna hear this part and it's gonna be his favorite his favorite part. He gonna go he go it's gonna be his favorite part. Right, right. right. <laughs> but nah, I, I lean on more towards too short though. If I had to say anybody of that ilk, more so towards too short. But um, but anyways though, um, but yeah, he's he's definitely like the car thing is his thing because every album is a fire car on that shit. Mister Midnight, that car on the Mister Midnight cover, Cold. the overhead. Cold, bro. And this joint, he got the Porsche in front of the other joint, like with the little, you know little orange juice. Right. So it's like I get spaceships on the blade. I, I fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? But um, my other um standout records, I like still booming. I like I like the different features that he had on this one compared to other albums. The features are stepping up. Let's just say that. Larry, yeah. Yeah, the features are stepping up. So we got two chains, we got Duckworth, which was like I said, that was new for me, just like my two. Different worlds of music, you know what I'm saying? Combine it because Duckworth is in the whole like RB funk, you know what I'm saying? House bag, you know what I'm saying? But he can still give you a good rap record too. Like he can still rap right. too, you know what I'm saying? Um, neither here nor there. That's that whole Californian, you know what I'm saying, vibe going right there. Um, but that joint was cool. I got a brand new whip. Alja, I'm like, okay, this is cool. This is cool. Um, I got a brand new man. It's like that. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Um, before tonight, you talked about with Sid, like him and Sid linking up. That was cool. Hella random too. I ain't lie though. What made me more so think of like, I could I could have seen this happening if you listen to his record with um Sid and Patrick Page, the second um it's called oh what's it called what's it called what's it called fuck 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 give me a second. Uh, Patrick, here, what I gotta find this joint. Where is it? Go? Ain't talking about much, bro. Smooth little beat, bro. Like, I just play it real quick. Just you know what I'm saying? Something like that. And it's like she was flowing off of this shit, bro. 
And I was like, okay, Sid, I see you back. You know, you don't really hear Sid rapping like that. You know what I mean? Like, back in the old OF days, but nah, not like that. You know what I'm saying? But I want to use the internet. Right, right, right. So when I seen her with this, I was like, okay, I can see you with the Larry June joint. This is cool. But, you know, Sid be on her player shit too. So I was like, this is a nice vibe because Sid is always on the lower lower tempo type songs and such like that. So this is a cool mesh for that for me. But still, like I said, didn't really see it coming though. You know what no. I'm saying? Two different and they're from the West. Different world, once again. But that's why I say it's so much variety out there, man. There's so much variety out there when it comes to music, bro. Um, That joint definitely was a standout for me. Uh, What else did I like? I mean, Breakfast I like- in Monaco? Yeah, the Alchemist joint, man. I ain't going to lie. We need the Alchemist album. We we do. I we got mean, a Gangsta Grills on the way. I mean, he ain't producing the whole the drama. Ain't producing. The whole I mean, think of th- think of Larry June with drama though. That might be that might be something. Mm-hmm. I can imagine it. It's gonna. I can imagine it. Um, in my pockets was cool. Five point oh chronicles with him and currency. Him and currency need to drop Never a album together. Like if it don't Never do it, him and if, give me him and currency over Alchemist beats. They never messed up. Like currency, first of all, currency is the hardest working nigga in music to me. Mm-hmm. Period. And this like, is this is the people that Larry June follow behind. Not saying mm-hmm. it in the sense of copying, but like these are the people he is aligning himself with. You see their work, and you see he drops albums and drops another shit right energy. after the same year type shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like he's he sees you know what I'm saying the people he needs to be inspired by. We didn't see a Jay Worthy feature, but I mean, we, he gave us a whole album with that, right? Album. So, and plus, he was working on something. You know, what I'm saying he was working on his tape, Harry Fraud. They'll probably do. And he's it. on that. He's on that album oh. too. Oh, so they didn't do a trade off? Okay, I still no. didn't listen to it yet, so I got to give it a chance to get a listen to it. Oh, Breakfast in, uh, in Monaco, like I said, that was a cold joint. Larry's Diner was cold. Organic. I mean, to be honest. There's no misses. There's, There's no misses on here. The whole joint, bro. Like for real, for real. There's no misses. So do you see why I was like I wasn't tripping when I was talking about Orange Print being one of my favorite albums last year? Nah. Like, like he makes a very consistent album. I got into Larry. I got into him kind of late. Last one, if I'm not mistaken. I do. How much was on Orange Print? Yeah, he's seven Orange. more songs. He only did thirteen in the last one. Yeah, 13 songs, six in the Sausalito. That's my shit. But yeah, Spaceships and Orange Juice, which you, you could pretty much say is the title track. Yeah. No. <laughs> Bro. Clean, dog. That shit. Spaceships on play. Spaceships, spaceships on play. Oh, yo, you can't tell me I don't feel like that old, like. That 2011, 12 vibe when you was just like listening to like some ASAP and shit, like that late night party. Oh, the slow down, the slow down. Yeah, and it just feel like that. But I just say that time period. That's what I was listening to. But it's just that time period. You just be with the homies on that late night drive coming from a party or some shit, y'all. We hear it at the party. Yeah, and like a record like this, come on, man. Oh, especially when that chopped screw shit was getting crazy with the nigga. Oh man, mm. this took me back to that feeling, but. And now I can drive my own driving. You know what I'm saying? I can drive my own whip. Now you're not in the back seat. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Like, so I can experience it. It's just a different feeling, bro. It's just that he makes so many great driving records, bro. And I can just envision where I'm at driving in certain songs. He's at in songs like this, man. 
it's that eight o'clock, nine o'clock night, you know what I'm saying? Street lights is out, you just cruising, you know what I'm saying? Spaceships on the plate. Like, listen, man, listening to to don't check me with the windows down, driving down an all-white neighborhood. Ain't no better feeling than that. Hurt, bro. But yeah, Spaces on the Blade was one of my favorite records on here. But then it goes to my next favorite record on here. The Babyface Rage. Extra of them. Yo, this shit. Fire. Fire. What? Like, this is what I'm saying. Larry June has been definitely stepping outside of his bag more and more. Like, it's not like he can be. He has, he has up-tempo records. He definitely has up-tempo records. Not all slow songs for him. But, bro, hearing him on this type of joint, kind of like going with the... uh. Keep well, he stays in his bag, but he just goes to different worlds. I'll say that because I mean, it Larry. The thing with Larry is he's not more Survivor Series 90, 95. Survivor Series that's not West Side, that's more Larry's lane. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. He's bringing them to his world no matter where he at. If he's a feature, if he's the artist, he's bringing you into his world no matter what, right. No, you're right. You're I right. like that. He sticks to what he knows and what he does best. And Babyface like Ray was Babyface Ray on his joint. He cooked right. food on his joint too, though. Like, I like no, him, man. Ray, though. I like him. I like him. I yeah, like he's. Him. I'm slowly becoming a fan. This record kind of helped that because I'm I'm slow on Babyface Ray. A lot of the new niggas I'm slow on. But this is what I like about our, our some of our favorite artists because like we say this with Benny too. Well, like they will. Feature with another artist to kind of show their fan base. I like this shit too. It's okay to like, you know what I'm saying, mesh these worlds, you know? Because yeah, it, it, it know, might like, it's like gumbo. You know, the 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 hardcore hip hop, you know what I'm saying, community is very, very, you know what I'm saying, protective their shit. So when you see like Benny doing a two chains feature, people probably be like, wait, whoa. But if but you the know, you really spit, you know what I'm saying? So if you see him doing the cash doll shit, it's like, but you see him still be Benny, you're like, oh, but oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? That's it's like, like the he, Armani record that came out. He's on there and stove, but Benny is being Benny on there. Well, they record that beat is still a stove is being stove. Right. But, but even with Larry, like what he did with the Money Man feature on the last joint, the Dage Low for. You know what I'm saying? Or having, you know what I'm saying, Sid and Duckworth and, and Babyface Ray, like and two yeah, we had in two chains. Like I can mesh in different worlds. Like it's not just all LA California. I can go to different, even not just with the cool, you know what I'm saying? Shit. I can go link with Sid. I can go link with Two Chain. I can go link with Babyface Ray and still be me. You know what I'm saying? I let I really love that about an artist. I really do. Is I wanted to give credit to those type of um, artists that do that shit, but and then it would appreciate it all. Really great outro, man. It's good album, man. Really, really man. good album, bro. Like this is a tough album, dog. Like this shit, this shit is cold, bro. Yeah, bro, like hey, how you go? You got two albums that's heat in one year, like yeah. Because peas in a pod, two peas in a pod is another one that's one of my favorites of the year. Yo, man, Larry June, man. I think by the next year, bro, it's going to be up for him, man. If he keeps at this work ethic, man, like, because the, the people are catching on. The well, they are. are he has a rap radar interview coming up, too. You see what I'm saying? They're, bro? they're watching. They see it. People are watching. Like, his, his, the brand is strong. The videos are cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? The, the, 
the 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 brand of himself where like he moves like a blog. I said it before, he moves like a, a blog era nigga. He but he's moving at the rate in that blog. He, he moves like a blog era nigga in this time, but it's so because like he has the, the, the style, he has his own brand, it's like he's not like moving like nobody else, you know what I'm saying? Like it feels fresh, you know what I'm saying? Because when we had that. Crit wasn't like Cole. Cole wasn't like Drake. Drake wasn't like Wiz. Wiz was had like unique, Drake. unique brands, unique personalities. Everybody had their own difference. You know, even mm-hmm. Wiz and Currency had a clear difference. You know what I'm saying? Same type of shit, but clear difference. That's like Currency and Larry. Unique difference. Right. You know what I'm saying? They both like cars. One talking about the pimp shit. One maybe talk give you a sports preference. You know what I'm saying? One give you about the weed. One give you about the fucking um. You know what I'm saying? Smoothies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? water. Right, so it's it's differences still. Like I love it, bro. I love it. I love it. Sipping um, on sparkling water and shit. Um, any singles that dropped that caught your eye? Besides the Armani record, um, with Benny and Stowe, we already mentioned that. Um, nothing too crazy. Nothing too crazy dropped for me. I was heavy yeah, on the Larry record. Nicholas Craven and Bodie James. I feel like they cooking something up, bro. This is their second single together. I gotta see the project. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I feel like they, they. I haven't heard no news, but the music is dropping though. Um, Alchemist and Rock this Friday. That's what I'm waiting on. I can't wait. I cannot wait. I cannot. That's wait. what I'm waiting on. And Shorty is a big, big Rock Marciano fan too. So we're gonna be, we're gonna be lit. She's a Rock Marciano fan. What can I say? Where'd you find her? The Griselda concert? Nah, bro. It's just you just it just some blessings. Well, no, you did tell me that you're like y'all bump like mob deep and shit. So I get bro, it. she she loved mob deep. She loved Rock Marcy, bro. We, we I'm gonna have to ask her what her top five MCs is, man. Oh, yeah, she'll get you the well, she's a big Kanye fan. We've listened to Kanye classics. Like, you know, it's 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 it's, it's really good where you could listen to some hip hop classics with your shorty. Um, oh, we got Jid dropping this um weekend. He oh, dropped yeah. his uh single Dancing with it. Kenny Mason. Um, we got the album though. Uh, the features are I feel like they're kind of like scribbled out. Fucking hate it, man. No, I they're like it, there. Like, I feel like I can't, can you read them shits out? They're I, there. Sure list. I got okay. That's I seen a different one where it's like it was straight down. The first one, yeah. And then the he released this shit about an hour down. ago. It has got the infinity signal, which I think is cool, though. I see Dirk. I see John Tay Austin. Mm. I see 21. I see Wayne. I see Ari. Mm. You got Wayne on there? I see, yeah. Mm. I see Bad, Bad, Not Good. Oh, they producing. They, they produce on the producer side. I see Yasin Bay. What? Yo, get the fuck yeah. out of here, bro. And then I see Earth Game. Oh, you know that's that's family. That's that's gang shit. So I'm excited. Yeah, bro. On the producer side, man, it's looking heavy, bro. Heavy. You got uh, you got Childish Major on here. You got um, Monte Booker is all over this joint. You got J. You got K. Trinata, J. D. Beck from uh, J. D. and Dami, the album I was talking about on last show. J. D. and Dami. Remember the um Anderson Pac? Remember I was telling you about them? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he got K Trinata and them on the same record on production side. We got um who else I seen on here? Uh bad, bad, not good. We got crisis on here. 
James um, ISIS. Right, yo. This is it's a heavy joint, bro. Heavy joint, man. I'm really interested to hear this joint now because production-wise, it looks like it's going to be very versatile. And from the features you're hearing, like he's going to give you all ranges of shit. There's a record that he left off intentionally due to sample clearances, but he put it out. So on YouTube, um, it was supposed to be the last record on the album, 2007. Check that out when you got a chance, bro. Let me see real quick. 2007. Oh, I'll, be, I'll be back. But we'll find this record that we can go into our waves. All right. JID 2007. Here we go. Sorry, ads, 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 ads. But I really can't wait for this project, dog. Like he's been he's been saying, yo, I've been sitting for this shit and now. It's getting ready to drop. I better see that support. And he told y'all to go pre-order this shit. I hope y'all pre-ordered it. Here we go. Yeah, 2007, cold drop to come up. I was in high school playing corner. I never dreamt of mumbling words in front of hundreds. Studying plays all summer. I hit the league, it's my growth spurt coming on my mom. 2009, bro, drop the warm up. I was in warm ups playing Wheezy and you can little dragon flying breathing. Patrick had the studio dorm room next to me. I freestyled over his beats. My nigga Keith transferred in from Tennessee. He's a receiver. I play DB like a key. Snatch the nigga chain. To leave, I live probably. I could be lyrically, but I put on cleats, rubber lines going through my mind like a paper piece. While I cover three, playing nickel, doing safety reads, watch the flats. I can rap, but I rather tackle and pedal back. Hit a pick with my growth spur here. I'ma be catching, and I was around 2010, no cap. I got freshman player of the year and figured I was on track. This nigga patting in my ear, talking about rhyming on tracks. So after practice, we recorded it, we got it on wax. And on campus, I heard about a couple rappers. Was from Atlanta, said that maybe we could make something happen and shit. I wasn't serious enough to even be curious, and we lose like every day. So every day I be curious. So the spirit of a nigga had changed to the point I had to reframe and focus my skills for other things. That was my school. I'm steering in other lanes, but my feel on low and my goal need to be changed. Amongst all the other shit that's going in my brain, my brother got out of jail. I only know him by name. He did a nickel and a dime in time, probably be staying. With my mom and dad, probably get mad, get lame sometimes. Uh, look. The sideline story came out September 2011. Eve said around that time, We was hunting for a record under lots of pressure. Just combine the leverage with a better effort. This feels like Big Brother in a sense where it's kind of like going through like their his chronological of his, his life. history. Somebody through his OG's career. I think that's dope. You hear, you hear. All the while I was like, this well, this cause record is seven minutes. I want to play a whole record, but definitely but you can see why it didn't get cleared. Yeah. But I mean this is this is man shit. Yeah, I mean I would have loved to have it as the outro, which was originally planned That's, for it. That was that would have been an amazing outro. Kind of brings the whole album together. You know somebody on YouTube gonna put it together. Me. Bootleg gang, right? But I mean, that's dope that he put it out though, because that's a really fire song. And it's right now at 732,000 views right now because niggas been waiting for a JID album. 
Like, shout out Joe. Joe is the only other JID fan I know. He put me on a JID. Yeah, I've been a growing fan over him throughout the years and such. Listen to little songs here and there. But yes, Joe is definitely the guy that's been putting us on. He's been waving that flag for him. And I'm ready. I'm ready for this album, yo. I am ready for this album, bro. So ready. Shout out Christo, too. Christo's his producer. He has a lot of work on Yes, Christo's all over this joint, too, for sure. For Hollywood Cole also is on here. It's a lot of good joints on here, man. I can't wait, bro. I really can't, bro. Like, I I am really anticipating this shit. But uh this this Friday with Rock Marcy. Ooh, hip hop, hip hop. We getting a lot of that this Friday. We got two goodies, bro. It's about to be a good Friday, man. Another good Friday. I'm I am am. And yo, shout out to Babyface also. Shout out to Babyface. Babyface has been linking up with a lot of the new um ladies. Remember, we I talked about with the LMA record he dropped. Formed Alive, too. Yep, and he dropped another joint with Kalani called Seamless, yo. I'm itching to see what he's doing right now, yo. I wonder if he's kind of doing something like what late with um what Lucky Day did with Table for Two when he linked oh, up with a bunch of when he linked old up with a bunch of females. He's doing the inverse of it, like yeah, because you know Lucky Day and him they they type cool. So I'm interested to see what that man. We talked about the Omar Apollo, um, his uh Evergreen, um. Deluxe album, go That's check cool. that out, man. Uh, anything else? Um, we talked about the um hundred dollar hiccup record. How did you think about what your feelings about that joint? Come on now, mark out, mark out, come on, Griselda. Oh my, is it is it sounded like you know what I'm saying? Well, I think we spoke about it when it came out. I think you made yeah. a good point. Like, yo, Westside ain't stupid, he's gonna know who to put on there to get the eyes. He put stove and he put Benny. Draws attention. You think she took the opportunity? Like, was the opportunity that she sees it? She got cooked. She got cooked. She got cooked twice. Twice. Goddamn. Twice. Um, you know, we got uh we got the uh Mayhem Loren and Derringer cooking up too. We got Trigger Point mm-hmm. Derby drop with him at West Side. I'm gonna have to see what's I going on. I think that's that. also the 26, I believe. I'm interested to hear that man may have been cooking on his features lately, bro. So I'm gonna check this shit out. If I'm gonna be on it, I will Mayhem rocks with Griselda heavy too. He was all he was on Tana Talk Three, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, and then we got uh the five four three two one record by Offset finally dropped his uh new solo record. It was okay. Uh, okay. It was can okay. these niggas just squash it? This, I, I feel like he could do better, but it was a cool record because he needs his niggas. He don't though. First he of all, they're family, bro. He gave us Ric Flair trip. No, Ric Flair's cameo gave us no, Ric no, no, Flair no, no, no. trip. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna hold you. Protect water. I gotta lean back because you might be. <laughs> Don't do this, bro. Don't do this. I know everybody loves takeoff, but Offset can hold his own too. I love Quavo of the three. I, I love Quavo. He, 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 Quavo's the more versatile. Travis Scott. <laughs> no, he don't. Don't do that. Don't put that narrative out there. Don't put that narrative out there. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. Don't put that narrative out there. He don't need that nigga. He ain't Kid Cudi. I gotta tell you, bro. He needs that. He ain't Kid Cudi. Yo, don't do that, bro. Don't do that. Don't, see, now, you, now you know you just trying to you just trying to trigger a nigga. Ah, ah. And <laughs> <laughs> that note, man. Let's get to the first wave, man. I ain't messing with you, bro. I'm gonna play mine first, bro. Oh, we was talking Larry June, man. I'm gonna play my joint, which is spaceships on orange, spaceships and orange. Yes. Yes. Good choice. Yes. I've been playing that joint everywhere on the walks, man. Like night walk with shorty man, just playing that joint, just looking at the night sky. Come on, night walks. 
Nigga, you know we got the canal side. Yo, you be you be low key, you be dropping little little shit here and there. You be doing night walks, my nigga. Bro, you, when you got the canal side, bro, it's a nice little vibe. You on the, you know what I'm saying? The little perks of living on the east side. No, so she's more downtown. So we we're closer to downtown. Okay. So it's easier access. Just go to the little, you know what I'm saying, by the water and such. This nigga said I go because look, if. <laughs> We, we ain't night owls like that. Gotta do numbers, man. Okay, good job. <laughs> good job. <laughs> Yo, it be this nigga's ad libs that he making me laugh, yo. Nick, what do you say? Uh, uh, vacuum sealed the ad libs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he knows his ad libs is ill, bro. Talk to me. <laughs> Just random. He know them ad libs is fired. Honeycomb spot hideaway. That was the honey honeycomb spot hideaway. The old battle rap spot. Honeycomb, honeycomb hideout. Damn. Hideout, yeah. Yo, you talk. Nah, that's a throwback. It ain't that much of a throwback, but it's a throwback. Right. We we gonna talk battle rap, man, real soon. We got some announcements. God damn. We got some developments on the twerk situation. Yes, sir. That was Larry Jones. Spaceships on the blade, man. Let me just like put that up there real quick, man. For the you know what I'm saying? Spaceships on the blade. Go check that out, man. That album, bro. Spaceships on the blade. But the, that song was Spaceships and Orange Juice. That whew, such a fucking fucking pop, bro. Do you put this on the album of the year list? Is it on yours so far? Um. It's a lot of albums right now, so it's we and we tough, half bro. a year. This has been a good year for me, bro. I ain't gonna lie for good music, so it's gonna be a little tougher for Larry than it was last year. I'm gonna have to really weigh it out. I will say though, when we do the end of the year, it's gonna be fun. It that conversation is gonna be fun, man. There's really a lot is. of shit came out. Ooh, oh my god, you know I've been everywhere with it, so it's gonna be tough, bro. But that was that, man. Larry June, spaceships and orange juice. 
Go check out that album, Spaceships on the Blade. Go check out, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what we call it was some cheat codes with Black Thought and Danger Mouse. Go check out Tink, a new, a new album. What is it called again? Pillow Talk. Uh, Go check Pillow out RB Money with Tank. Like I said, a lot of great music out right now, man. Go check it out, man, for sure, for sure. But moving on, man, what are we going to go to next, brother? Uh, Battle in the Bayou. Um, well, Some good stuff up out of there, man. Shout out to um her Jasmine making the uh, legendary um performances. You know what I'm saying? The sense of like they're calling it Battle of the Year. Yeah, shout out to her. I'm hearing good things from that event, man. Um, hearing Mike P and Nana went to war. That's some good things to hear, man. It's, it's just some good things to hear, man. But none, none calling out Calico for a judge battle. What You're getting thoughts? too eager. You're getting too eager, my nigga. You think so? Getting too eager. Shout out Danny. We fuck with you, but tell your mans to chill. Tell your mans to chill. Y'all so mad that we couldn't get Danny and Fonz. Yo, me too, man. Hey, oh, we never got uh, Twerk and Jerry West. Do you think that they're going to save these battles for Summer Madness? Well, after I read to you what I'm about to read to you, I think Twerk will be on Summer Madness. Go ahead. Uh, so Twerk uh, put out on his IG um, that basically he put out a long, drawn-out um, statement uh, basically saying that uh, one of his pit bulls, I guess, bit bit his, uh, bit his kid. So he had to, you know, obviously take time to tend to the situation um, and that he will be back to, you know, recoup and remake. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. I, I'm going to sound fucked up. I'm going to sound fucked up. I'm going to sound fucked up. It's an unfortunate situation, bro. It's unfortunate, but I don't know. this nigga's bad luck is through the fucking roof. Him and Av get scheduled twice. A whole bunch of shit happens. I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to touch on it. Shelled. Shells was yeah. Shelled. Um, him and him and Swamp the first time. Shit happens. Has to get rescheduled. Him and Danny the first time had to get rescheduled. Like. And this is just within the last year and a half. I don't know, bro. I'm, I mean, because I don't want to sound fucked up. I don't want to sound insensitive, but this nigga, this nigga is literally has it, the worst luck in, in, in battle rap, bro. I mean, it's it's my dog so gave my homework. Well, I mean, it's, it's almost like his dog ate his kid, bro. Like, Jesus <laughs> fuck, bro. Like, what the <laughs> fuck do you want, bro? Like, Jesus Christ. Like, I'm sitting the fuck out. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta relax. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it like that. Like it was, that was gonna happen. I'm just saying, like if that shit, like no, nah, nah, chill. You gotta relax, dog. Like what? <laughs> I was trying to get you out of it too. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, nah, nah, I'm not. I'm not trying to make no joke on this situation or not like that. But I just think. I just think it's it's man. It's just terrible fucking luck, bro. I mean. I hope I hope everything is all right because that shit is fucking crazy, bro. That's why I don't like. Oh man, I know dogs do love kids, man. Pit bulls, man. Those is oof. Those are those are fifty fifty dog, man. Because you really gotta have them motherfuckers trained, bro. I don't mean 
Ooh, Lord, I don't know what the hell I would have did, bro. I remember my sister, she had two uh, pits, bro. The motherfuckers were wild as hell, bro. The motherfuckers would be fucking breaking up the fucking cement on the walls, just eating them shit, breaking it up. The motherfuckers broke down the fucking Christmas tree, was eating up presents and shit. They broke sound like strong. Out. They walk like this. Some strong-ass motherfuckers, bro. Like, yo, like, pits ain't, like, no fucking, like, game, bro. Like, <laughs> why these motherfuckers be selling these motherfuckers for bread because they be having these motherfuckers trained to a T, bro. Like, it take a lot to do that shit. I know. I, I know. I remember I was talking to this one dude who was a German um shepherd trainer. Like, he would just show me a lot of the videos and a lot of the things that they do to like, like you know what I'm saying in the training process, bro. It's a lot, man. It's a lot of work, bro. Like, and now you doing you trying to probably doing this with kids around, man. That's yeah. That's scary, bro. Like it's a little. It's a little. Yeah. I'm not saying that it's bad to do because I mean, dogs. Dogs do are very protective of kids at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got a little dog, but you see big dogs, big or small, they are very protective over kids. You know what I'm saying? Very protective. So the pitbull was Michael Vick's favorite dog. Oh Jesus Christ. They were loving and they were dog best friend, like man's best friend. It had nothing to do with what you think I'm saying. Yeah, God. Anyways, nah, I just hope everything is good though on the real shit though, because fuck battle rap. If anything happened to my seed though, I don't give a fuck about the fuck these bars and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I know that kid was fucking traumatized. No facts, yeah. Some things are bigger than battle rap. You know what I mean? And then we 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 joking on twerk, but at the end of the day, make sure at home, you know what I mean, get that get that together. Yeah, and to be honest too, though, like if this battle does get rescheduled for summer madness, that's cool though. I'm I'm not even gonna be mad at that. Like it's twerk a good look for Jerry battles, and it's like a battle for twerk to have versus Jerry West on the summer madness stage. Like Jerry West has been putting in work. Right. You know what I'm saying? Twerk is in a space now where he can, you know what I'm saying, give somebody that opportunity to battle on the summer madness stage against him. I don't see no problem with that. Even if it gets I don't have no problem with that at all. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just like I said, dude has just terrible luck though, man. It's terrible yeah. luck, man. I just hope best wishes and you know what I'm saying, just good, you know what I'm saying. Journeys on that nigga. Thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers to everyone involved. Um, next joint we um we had like I said, uh I really can't wait to see this fucking um oh summer madness madness bro they had announcements yeah. they had announcements uh, September twenty fourth Charlotte North Carolina North Carolina gets All another this event screams not summer madness this screams summer impact part two I'm gonna keep it tall when they had the first summer madness in the fall I knew shit was changing <laughs> no nah, I'm talking about location like they couldn't bring this to New York. Bruh, this shit is called Summer Madness three days after the fucking first day of fall. It, it's still hot out in New York at the time. It is. It's going to be all rainy and shit. But they announced the main event and the set in the cold main event. Uh, Surf and JC are the confirmed main event. Surf versus JC. JC got his first name. From his god list of Surf, Lux, and uh, Verb, his first name is Surf. What are we doing here? I think it's just we go. I think we just gotta walk it. I know I am. I'm walking to this shit 
unbiased. I am going to there to see this shit as a fucking fan, bro. Straight up, like Long overdue. It's a, like a boxing match, and you know it's just two heavy hitters going at it, bro. You just there to see the show. Two strikers, two strikers in the U.S. No, like I'm just here to see the show for this one, bro. Because the story is like is it feels like Tay Rock and Surf all over again. So JC gonna join gun titles out. Oh, <laughs> I'm just talking about the build up to the battle, you know, like all the shit, like the call outs and all of that such is like we're finally here now. It's a nice little story. On the big stage, too, you know. It's a, it's a nice little story, and I see a little narrative going around on Twitter about how oh JC gotta be scared because this is big room surf. Niggas forget some of JC's biggest wins have been in a big room. Yeah, but surf has been been quiet in a lot of naysayers. He's been tied a lot of loose ends. Can I poke holes in that? Go ahead. Try try if you may. John. Survive if you dare. I'm gonna put on my have you been watching Five. first take? How they got the nigga mad dog? They got the nigga mad dog Russo on first take now. I'm gonna do my mad dog Russo. Oh, the, the little list shit. The little yeah, yeah. <laughs> he be pissing niggas off with the list. <laughs> Yo, Michael Irvin, hate that nigga. <laughs> Go ahead, um, so the first one is John John. Surf gets John John out of here. John John was not the favorite going into that battle. But when I say favorite, favorite in the building, favorite in the building. Niggas was definitely surf, for John John. Ari Surf has the star power though. He That's overpowered cool. that overpowered. Definitely felt like John John was going because just being John John records that roadblock nigga or like the, with the hollow situation it overpowered like you know we know what happened but i was about going into it niggas was definitely on john john's side for winning they After were it, it was like oh damn but once the coin flipped once the coin flipped it was different it went like that it got different and that's the star power effect and then he goes from John John. You know, just thought, Surf was rapping up on that stage. No, but he could have said hibbity bobbity boop. No, and John, no, because John John. Yes, was he could have. Yes, he could have. No, we're not gonna do that, bro. Yes, John John yes, was talking that second round, bro. Come on, bro. Surf, listen. He goes to Calico. A rematch. A rematch. In a battle where even people still think he lost. People still think he lost to Calico at, at, at um, the Drake shit. He had a great performance. That's when he had the reverse cowgirl shit. One of my favorite lines ever. Love that line. But it you can poke holes in that W. And then after that, he gets twerk. He gets twerk. You can poke holes all through that. Unprepared twerk. But he, was, he was clean though. That, that's not his fault. No, he wasn't. He choked. He gave up the battle. And then Cortez, the first clean performance from somebody that he gets, and Cortez was about two to three lines away from beating him. Wait, what was wrong with John John? The star power. It overpowered him. But you said clean. I thought John John choked in that second. Jaja was he was pretty good in that round in battle, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Listen, I say all that to say. I say all that to say. Now, we're not about to do that to serve, bro. JC is in an advantage, and I'll tell you why. He's a fan favorite going in. 
Bro, did he not just have a nigga choke in the battle against him? That a nigga that he almost that nigga he's almost a, beat him. Bro, he's a fan favorite. You talking about poking holes? I could poke a, a fucking I could fucking punch a hole through the wall on that one. He's a fan favorite. That that goes a long way. John he's a John host? wasn't. John John wasn't. He wasn't an underdog. Niggas John John wasn't the fan. He you what? just thank you. He was a favorite. He wasn't an underdog. You just said he that JC was a fan favorite. He's a fan favorite. Niggas love JC. And niggas wanted John John to be on serve. He was a favorite for that battle. Yo, get the fuck out of here, bro. Yo, I, I got my semantics man hat on. Nigga. This nigga just ha, 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 ha. Trying to tell you, nigga, with my oh, mad dog shit. Cabbage patch with the goalposts. Like, it, that, I think with JC having that nice story of winning the 100K, calling out serve, it he might be able to edge this shit. Yo, I wish I had another camera here so I could just be like, <laughs> like the office, and just be like, <laughs> just <laughs> yo, like it's not, and it's not just me saying that. A lot of people are picking JC a lot, just like they were with John John. But <laughs> when John John battled JC, who won that battle? Bro, that was years ago. But bro. no, but it plays into oh my, my point. God. It plays into my point. See, you not see, man, you're not seeing the vision right now. You're not seeing the vision. Niggas evolved like five times since then. Like he beat John John. John, listen, John John got the wool over you niggas' eyes too. He ain't even that nice. Ace on me, bro. He be winning though. Like he didn't beat Ace on me. He beat Chess. It's Chess. Nah, we ain't gonna do that, bro. Let's go. Oh my, all right, son. All right, all right. So I guess you have serve. I don't have. I told you, I don't have nobody. <laughs> I got. I got J. J this is the one, man. JC, you gotta to win this. I'm there to see if JC. Can finally, you know what I'm saying, like call his shot. Win the big one. He call his shot and make it and see if Surf can, you know what I'm saying? Well, they're going to criticize the form. Be what he says he is. Be that big, big time nigga you say that you are over JC. Say all the reason why he, reason why you think he shouldn't be there. You should be showing that in this battle. You know what I'm saying? He's got it all. He's, I mean, what I will, Surf will, Surf's delivery is. Is gonna fuck him up. JC has to speed up that delivery. That slow, drawn out. He's gonna have Ooh. to get to the punch. He has Very to get quick. to the punch. Cause the surf is, that wah, AMG wah, shit he got. No earning ass no more, nigga. <laughs> well, we might listen. It, <laughs> he could pull one of those out too. <laughs> he has a gold. Um, Swamp and Tay Rock is the co-main event. So basically, the two runners up. And I thought Gun this was really dope. Yeah, I shout out to Rock. Really this. dope. Because Swamp put in work, bro. Like that he deserved a mm -hmm. look, man. Like he just did, bro. Like I know he fucked, but that man, that man put in work and Rock fucks with Swamp heavy. Like he this is a look off and the arm. Battle for forever. Mm -hmm. But will this somebody finally call Rock out and beat them? Hell no. This is big stage rock. You don't bet against big stage rock ever. Ever you don't bet against this nigga on the big stage, and Rock been on this shit too. I know that sounds crazy saying that Rock will win his battle and Surf won't, but when has that ever happened? I'm telling you, bro. 
Swamp better make it a war. I need that battle to. I, I want that battle to be in, like that battle. Damn. I need battles like this to be in the battle of the year contenders, so it can be against them battles that's like the Barsmith battle. But I need the real talk battles like these types of you know battle of the year contenders. Like I need these niggas to show out, man. I really do. Cause once With again, you know, love balance, bro. Like I don't want just all the lyrical shit to always be pushed. Like you know, what I'm saying all the time. Like I want some shit like these battles to be pretty. Cause like I said, you want all the essences of battle rap to be appreciated, you know. But we gotta see it at its highest form too. You yeah. know, what I'm saying I think guys like Tay Rock at his at his A game and Swamp at his A game can do that. For that to happen, I think Swamp has to clean it up. Clean it up. He has, to, he has up. to be flawless. He has to be flawless. No bro, from summer madness. This like, is his first first time on there, right? Saying, like I know, like fuck what I was saying in the beginning, like oh, but it don't feel like some whatever. It's this platform is still that yeah. platform, and you're on there versus Tay Rock, my nigga. But we've also seen niggas that get the summer madness plate and fumble it. That's what I'm saying. He has to be flawless. The nitty pressure, really? nigga. Pressure. I think Nitty fumbled his summer madness play. Did he? When he battled, he battled Rock at Gnome, right? He battled JC. I don't think he fumbled it. JC was just the better man that night. I mean, if you count, if you a, lot count of people, a lot of people went back and looked at that battle and felt like it was closer than they, what they say. But JC still, you know, what I'm saying? I feel like still won, but it's just the better man won that night. Yeah. The Rum Nitty was still cooking. That's really his only summer madness. Damn, that's crazy. I'm trying to think of in here. Well, oh no, no, no. He was supposed to be on the one in London with Geechee. Yep. That's what it was. But uh either there, there though, man. I like these two announcements. Definitely got me excited. It feels like this. I like this because like you got a good story for your main event. It feels like those classic feuds. You know what I'm saying? You got this right here, was another grudge match, but it's like a Old versus new. This so feels like the bars over names type thing going on. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's I like it. I like it. You remember when Triple H was on like you remember when Triple H was the heel and like Orton was on the co main event, right? This is what this reminds me of. Like he keeping his man's close. I mean his man's close. I mean Tay Rock is still Tay Rock though. Like let's not take it away. Like he can headline an event. Like, this is like Backlash. Triple H was the main event, and then Orton and Foley was the call. Yeah, but the match is still can hold its own as a main event. You know what I'm saying? Stand alone, yep. Yeah, but I like that. I like that. Shout out to Smash Shout out for that. That's cooking up, man. Um, What else we got next? Uh, You want to get into some NFL before we get out of here? Oh, shit, man. What we got cooking up, man? All right, look. Just the Bills... Uh, so the next shout out the shop conversation at the shop, they killed me last week um, because I picked the Buffalo Bills um, to win the Super Bowl this year. I can see them coming up the AFC. So they killed me. Um, it's as tough to the Super Bowl right now, man, because we got to see who's coming out the NFC. That's my pick. Josh Allen is going to have an MVP year. I hope I the hope. look on that nigga face. When they lost that that Chiefs game, I've only seen that. Like, like my nigga Mac Jones got the picture of the of the Bills, like he ain't ready. Like he know what time in it is. Dart in the dart, he, he doing the dartboard. <laughs> yeah, he got the picture up in the locker room. Brady old locker too. 
the only time I seen that face was Brady. That face that Josh Allen had on the sideline, Brady was the last nigga that had that look that I'm gonna come kill these niggas next year. Like I'm, I'm like not even being biased though. I feel like, in my opinion, personally, I think Mac Jones is gonna be making a lot of good strides coming up this year. I even though I'm really really upset with a lot of the injuries that's happening in the preseason. Oh, Hopefully yeah. those a lot of to get cleared up by the time the season gets rolling and such like that. Um, Cause they had a nice dude that I forget Tyrus Thomas. I think his name was, I'm, I might be fucking his name up, but he was cooking in the preseason, bro. Really looking like a good receiver for us. But anyways, he was looking, but Mac Jones was looking really nice, but same thing with um Josh Allen. Like I said, following last year, I think he's going to be super hungry. We already know. we. I mean, we're going to be looking at the Chiefs with the side eye like, yo, Pat, what you about to be doing without Tariq Hill now? So yeah. we still, we still, like, Pat Mahomes, still Pat Mahomes. He got Kelsey still. He got right. Kelsey. That's it. He still, we still going to be watching you because you still, you still that dude. But Josh Allen is like on your heels, my nigga. He's like, what, what that nigga been doing for. He got drafted what 2018, mm-hmm. 2022, uh, five, four years. What he's been able to do in four years that four year progression, my nigga, that's otherworldly. No, for real, bro. I ain't, I ain't mad at it. I just think the Bills right now, they definitely coming up right now. The, the defense is it's gonna be pressure on the defense this year, more so to see if they can follow what the offense did. Cause y'all got added. Yeah. You got this added with Von Miller now. See what he did with LA. Overpaid. You bring that energy over here. Can you get them over the hump? I think it's gonna come down to health. At the end of the day, health, health. It if will. they can remain healthy, he got there. He got to LA midseason, right? And he was hobbling then. Yeah. So, but he got some time off. So, you know what I'm saying? Who's your? Who do you got for your MVP? Uh, Besides Brady. I, I got. I see because I got. Right now, I, I know you going that route. They so scary with him down there right now. They think that nigga about to dip. <laughs> they think he's CM Punk. Like, are you? Um, <laughs> are you gonna leave Tom? <laughs> My nigga TB Punk down there scaring these TB niggas. Punk. To find out you see what he try to pull? He's like, yo, I, I'm. A, I'm gonna leave training camp for. I see y'all niggas in a little bit. Like, I'm gonna go on vacation. Let like, go. Really? <laughs> Listen, Tampa Bay Brady is like a um, high school kid. I love it. I love to see it. You having fun? Um, I ain't gonna lie. I, it's 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 stuff like I I would really like to see between between Brady and Josh. Brady and Josh. I will pick an I'm NFC. I'm a, I'm gonna just throw this out here. Maybe it's a it's a it's a little kid dream or whatever. But I just wish somebody for another position shows out this year to just show that you can't just be a QB that can get. I'll offer a name. I'll offer a sleeper, Zekiel Elliott. A running back? Zekiel Elliott. Running back is the easiest position to win MVP on. AP did that shit in 2012. I think think it might be, if you keep paying attention to what's going on right now, it might slowly be back on the defense, given what the Watt brothers been doing. TJ, 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 that nigga different. That nigga different. In the MVP ranking last year? Not his man, um, Micah, Micah Parsons was. Oh, okay. But yeah, I can see the defense looking like it could be back in the MVP ranking if they turn up some more this year. Because it looked like they they finally found their, at least the defensive line guys, found their way to like, you know what I'm saying, Maneuver. still get their, get their stats right to be able to like be effective. You know what I'm saying? 
without like taking a nigga head off. You know what I'm saying? But um, neither here nor there. Yeah, that's what it is for me, man. I just can't wait for this shit to start, man. Like watch a little man. preseason game just been like, you know what I'm saying? Just little I got mad in and even with that, I'm like. <laughs> I can't wait, dog. I can't wait, man. Um, Moving on from that though, man. Shit. You already know, man. My boy Kenny Omega returned, bro. What was your thoughts on the that, man? I mean, you called him the GOAT, but he is. I'll disagree. He's the greatest of the generation right now. He's the greatest uh, he, of the 20s right now. No, because AJ's still alive. Nah. As long as AJ's still alive and breathing, I'm not putting Kenny over him. AJ but, got the 10s, man. Kenny got the 20s. Kenny uh, showed out on Dynamite. Yeah, we say AJ got the 10s, man, because, like, never mind. No, I'm not getting. No, I'm not getting. I'm not getting into this with you, man. You, you trying bro, to? Bro, I was just watching some of them classics, bro. I was watching some of them classics from like 16, 17. It was yo, niggas wasn't, huh? niggas wasn't touching Kenny, bro. I'm telling you, bro. But you said, see, you said AJ in 2016 and 17. You know what AJ was doing in 2016 and 17? Got to WWE. He was world champion, nigga. That's what he was doing. I thought. Oh, wait, he got to WWE and what? 20, Royal Rumble 2016. He got the title in 17, right? He got the title at the backlash after Mania 32. Yeah, they just put at 17. They didn't put a whole new title on Kenny. A title that's still, that's saying, still being used. But AJ, the best person to hold that title, the United IWGP United States champion. They ever face each other? Uh, mm, I'm not sure. I think they faced each other. I mean, definitely, it made me a tag, if anything. I gotta find footage of these two niggas going head up. I don't think they have any matches together. Because, like, the way... First of all, shout out to Kenny. AEW needed him because Triple H is not playing. And given who just came back tonight, he's really not playing. So they think, needed that. Do you think name. his injury thing he's doing right now is a work? Who? Kenny, with this, with wearing the brace and the the suit and everything, kind of like working through the injuries through the matches. Like I didn't know that was. I thought that was part of his gimmick. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying, do you think it's a work? Nah, I think he got to like keep it taped up for a while. Because remember, he he's coming back. He wasn't supposed to come back till much later. I think. Right? I think they rushed. They didn't want him for all out. See, so he got rushed back. So maybe this is him like trying to like, you know what I mean? Tape it up for till it heals all the way. But I mean, I ain't gonna lie, I like that little moments where he was like trying to uh do certain moves and he couldn't like you know say do it because of the he show. Yeah. It was it was a nice match. It was a nice match, man. It was a really you, good you match. can see what's coming though. You can see what's coming a mile away. I mean just, oh yeah, yeah. We definitely gonna be getting elite undisputed. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think they're – are they still – are they in the trios? Nah, they're going to cost Elite the trios. That's what I figured, right. going to lead to that. Bobby Fish been posting shit. You see the shit Bobby Fish been posting? From WWE. Yeah, bro. Like, what's up, bro? Like, ah, if I'm Tony, oh. I'm I'm calling, like – Spoiler alert is not him that comes back. Brother to brother me. Fish, uh, you got, you got anything on your chest you want to speak about? <laughs> oh, brother shit. Fish. Grayson Waller. Damn. But 
Nah, man, I like I like the return, man. I mean, you know, I was amped for it, bro. You know what I'm saying? The whole, oh, no, I peep. Yeah. I on Greatest of all time. You know, Starks and Smarks and speak about it on there, but it was cool, man. It was cool. So I'm interested to see what happens on the next Dynamite, man. Hopefully he's here when, he come, when they come to Buffalo. I got to go pull up. Hopefully fucking MJF is back, too. I'm hearing that soon. I'm hearing that all soon. Out. We see the pinnacle link back up, I guess, when FTR comes to uh, Wardlow's aid against, you know what I'm saying, uh, Jay Lethal and his crew. Mm-hmm. So... They say, you know, what I'm they kind of brought the name Pinnacle back in the uh, rotation, and I was kind of like dubbing it, but Joe kind of like, you know, say there's no reason that they didn't do it. I'm like, you're right, because they haven't said that name in a minute. Yeah, I think MJF comes back as a face, he might be coming back as a face, and he might be like what CM Punk is supposed to be like, right? What CM Punk was when he came back, you know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, he's gonna, he's gonna crash that title match, he's gonna he crash that title match. as a hill, came back as a face. Cause they, well he'll be a tweener until yeah, tweener. we like show signs. But yeah, 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 yeah. Like the fans love him now. Like he left on such a high note that yo, there it's like when Seth Rollins left when he broke his leg. He left at such a high note where people loved him and wanted him to come back, and they kept him a heel. They can't do that. They gotta turn him. Turn him when you can. What was your thoughts on them? On this, like, all right, you've seen the CM Punk and um, Moxley back and forth. Mm-hmm. It was nice. They got, yeah. got you know. So we all, I think it says shooting off the hip. Had Punk two one. Yeah, but, no, um, yeah. Punk cleaned him up with that he third took, man shit. Containment and Moxley at the same time. Like that, that third man shit cleaned them. Yeah, like. But anyways, though, um, I just love what they was doing with um Hangman too. Responding to the shit was hilarious. <laughs> like them niggas was doing like skits in the back, yo. <laughs> shit had me crying, yo. Them niggas do really don't give a fuck. you mention Hangman? Hangman's kind of part of this shit too. Yeah, but um, so so yeah, what was your thoughts on the whole? Uh, you, you said that you know, what I'm saying third match should cook them, but they I guess they kind of like are fast forwarding the match now. We yeah. all we all figured this was going him and Moxie was going to be at all out. They're fast forwarding it because MJF is going to crash it, but even though all right, so you had Punk win the title, no defenses, right? Finally comes back, he Moxley was injured now, right. You didn't hold it down. It, I see you're, I've been saying it. Moxley's one of my favorite wrestlers this year. You know what I'm saying? But we know it was crash course. Interim titles got to go at it. And it all else right there is, is meant yeah. to go down and all out, right? Why, you know what I'm saying? If you're going to conjoin a title, why leave this space for all out? When you are like, why end this feud here? Because all out, but you're doing this for free TV. We get Punk and MJF at all out for the title, and Punk wins. MJF wins. Punk does gets that on his first defense. Punk, you just said you just alluded to it. Punk is on his way out. I was joking with that. That was that. I mean, I was joking. But let's keep it thought. Punk has definitely reiterated he's good. He posted his old year. He posted his old year in recap. You know what I'm saying? After that, even Dax, you know what I'm saying? Even like played with the fucking um notion that he was unhappy in um AW, knowing that's his homie and shit like that. Like Nick's is apparently is good. Just saying, it's from what I see. From what I see. Because he was shooting. how they responded to it. 
he was shooting off the hip allegedly to um Paige. Yeah, I mean, once again, Heyman could have did nothing because he's not going to be unprofessional like that. And Punk, you shouldn't like this. Ain't this ain't ECW, bro? This ain't ROH. You gotta like relax yeah. with that. You can't bring that shit to TV, dog. I know is we want to be the realer program and all that shit, whoop the whoop, but we not about to we not about to hash out locker room shit on TV. Oh, real quick about the twerk shit, I forgot. Twerk was at the after party, pictured. Yeah, that's why it sounds like my dog ate my homework. Right. I'm gonna just leave that alone, man. Man, smack you. You make your decision on that. B. That's why I don't get paid. I don't get paid to make them decisions. Because at this point, it's just like, what the fuck, dog. But nah, dog. I mean, back to the wrestling shit. I don't know, man. It's just. It just looks like some really weird booking right now. Would you not want to put, like? The CM Punk MJF shit kind of unresolved. Hot right now, bro. You gotta do Moxley and Punk at All Out. They might have. They might give us a triple threat at All Out. For all we know. I don't know. I gotta see how it plays out, bro. It's we either go, MJF and Punk. Or the match this week. Like, yeah, MJF has already been rumored to come back, so it kind of falls in line. I think it'd be weird if if Punk either. Wins the title here and on in his first. It's not even a defense, technically. You know what I'm saying? It is, but it isn't. You know what I'm saying? But um, and then I know we want him versus um Punk for the, I mean him versus MJ for the title. I want it too, but not this way, dog. Not this way. This is just rushed and nasty. Because everything that MJF was like alluding to in that promo is what this match is about. It really is. I feel you, but you can't take away from what Mox is doing, though. The people love Mox. But it's a former WWE guy in a spot of an AEW homegrown like MJF. Which is what the point he's trying to make. I feel you, bro. Like, it's right there. It's it, it, Tony's not stupid. It's right there. Right there. Oh, all right, so say, all right, just because I'm thinking of this off the rip. Save your Stefan Diggs. Okay. And they bring in motherfucking Devontae Adams to your squad. You don't think they're gonna make him the number one? Damn. Um I can't think of who would be the number two. Or did they bring DeAndre Hopkins to the Bills? You don't oh, think he'll be the number one? They're gonna go by age. DeAndre will be number two. I'm just saying though. DeAndre will be number two because we're going off of age and health. CM Punk hasn't been the healthiest. Has he? He's the bigger name. He has the big. He has more experience under. Can his you belt. trust him? Apparently, they gave. They do. If we going off of that analogy, I'm putting Deon, um Hopkins second because of his health and his age, like Punk. Devontae Adams, he was a little sketchy with. <laughs> yeah, you, you. I was like, oh fuck. But, <laughs> still, but even with that, even with that comparison, though, even though he's a little healthier, let's say with that, let's say because Moxley hasn't really had injury problems, he's had to go get his, you know, what I'm saying his life right real quick. You know what I'm saying? Right. He can still go. Moxley can still right. go. But he I, showed he had to, he's, this year he showed he could go. 
You know what I'm saying? From he got Blackpool with him too. Any so. weekend up until now, bro, he's been going. He's been cooking food, bro. But neither here nor there, bro. I think it's just I don't know, man. If I'm Moxley, I'm kind of pissed. To be honest, bro, I feel like y'all kind of just like playing with my year right now because like I'm I've been holding it the fuck down with this title. Now y'all got me Moxley all the shit. one that he can't really make a fuck make a fuss about it because it this shitstorm started because of Punk. Of course, yeah. It always does. It always starts. It always starts with him. I'm not liking it, bro. You see the, the Triple H video is circulating around again now. Mm-hmm. Triple it's H looking, looking like a prophet like right starting, now. It's looking nasty right now, and I'm not even saying in the punk like you know I've defended punk in a lot of you know what I'm saying manners when it comes to that bitter shit. You know what I'm saying? But this right here, this whole like control shit is just getting weird though. This it's is starting to sound like Hulk Hogan shit. He gave me Hulk Hogan vibes. It started looking like that, man. But he got he got time to right them wrongs, man. I just said that. I feel like he got time to right them wrongs. Because once again, it seems like he's listening to the people. He be on Twitter. He see what the people saying. So it's like you can write your wrongs, bro. You you hear us. You know what I'm saying? But um, neither here nor there, man. Like this last pack, this last week, man. Once again, Triple H, another good uh, episode of Raw again, man. He's been knocking out the park. Uh, Friday Night SmackDown was really good. He's he'll be five for five. Yo. Sami Zayn in that in that um fatal five way with them them people were going crazy for that man. You would have thought he was Hogan that night. Yeah. They want crazy. listen, man. They want to see Sammy on top again, bro. I'm not liking this whole Seamus and Walter is the better man. Oh hell yeah. You already know what it was, bro. This is a Vince, this is a Vince special. Did he book this match? Nah, bro. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> If remember, I was telling you they were doing Drew and um, Gunther on the on the live show. Yeah, to test it out. So yep. going with Sheamus is like right. you know what I'm saying. You might as well. And you already told you Sheamus is one of the ones you the guy you need to go with. He did it for Big E. He did it for mm-hmm. fucking um. Who else? He did Lashley. Lashley, right? Like he know how to put over these big dudes. Big E. No pun intended. No, put over these big dudes heavy. You know what I'm saying? But. Anyways, yeah, dog, like he's that's the right guy to go with. Not saying Sami Zayn isn't because they can still have a good match, but Sami Zayn in that match was a great match to have for him in his hometown. And I'm yeah, it's like the people like were mad, but it was like, oh fuck. (laughs) I'm mad they didn't save Montreal for a pay-per-view. Why a regular Mm -hmm. SmackDown? It is what it is, bro. I like that uh, little call out, the little uh call out that uh Roman had, like say, yo, tell your man's KO that. I don't owe nobody a damn thing, yo. Sure. Like, Speaking okay, of KO, KO, he, re- he redid that prize fighter shirt. Brought out the old geez, I need my boy that. back on his shit. I need that. He's back on his shit, bro. That's some love. I kept my finger. He even fixed the O to not look like a Q anymore. Yo, it's my nigga back on his shit, bro. Like, hopefully, I'm interested to see what they're doing right now. You got him and Drew doing what they're doing. Then you got Drew and Carrion and Drew and. KO and it's like I mean Drew and uh Roman and it's like Roman kind of watching with Carrion well, doing calling out KO. They're gonna add Carrion. They're gonna add Carrion. I like this to be a nice little fatal four way. I was having a conversation. So I went to Barnes and Noble yesterday, right? And um, a gentleman who is a clear wrestling fan because there was a wrestling section and he, he was reading the book and we were talking about the wrestling. It was the, the history of the world title. Blah blah blah. So he's like, oh, do you follow uh, the current day product? And I was like, yeah. And we're talking about uh, Clash of the Castle. And 
he told me that like he he sees it too to where they want to make it so that Roman only loses the WWE title so that there's a champion on Raw. Well, right now they're still promoting it as going in for the undisputed. Nah, nigga, there's there's they have two weeks left. They do, but he had when he when he took down Roman, he held up both the titles. Because they're gonna they're gonna find a way to inject um carrying in the I think carrying gonna be for the, the American pay-per-view. They're gonna save that for the American pay-per-view. Shout out Carrion, by the way, man. Like getting the main event push right away. Shout out. Yes, he deserves it, bro. We knew that was gonna be him, bro. Let's not let's keep it tall. We knew he was that was the goal. Whether this 2.0 shit was coming or not, if he was gonna be there, he was shout out to him for seeing it. Like Braun Breaker took Carrion's spot. Let's keep it tall. Yeah, let's keep it all the way tall. Like, but anyways, I like what they're doing too with these little like background things going on while stories are going on with the with the Dexter Loomis thing and on Raw and Carry Across on SmackDown. I like that shit, man. Like, I'm tri- man. no, Triple H. Listen, he Begging he ain't ass. done. He ain't done. He, he got his road dog got a job again. He got a job back at WWE. He took Jimmy come on, Jimmy. Hunter, please, man. Please. <laughs> The homie, man. Like, bro, stop begging, bro. Come back home, bro. Come you know that home. gift for the old boy, stop the little begging, boy? Bro. Bring your, bring your dumb ass back in the house, bro. <laughs> Grabbing my little ponytail he had back in the day. For real, but he did, he took Jeff Jarrett's spot, uh, vice president of yep. Live. Jarrett got the boot. Yeah. So it's it's it was it's been it's been a lot of things going on in the wrestling world, man. I love everything that's going on in wrestling right now. Wrestling is hot. It's hot, man. For I feel like it's about to be like 2016 again, bro. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling this, it. Man. This year we've seen so much, like so much up and down. Like it's been this has been a roller coaster. Bitch year has Osprey lost his Rev Pro title. He, he don't got no titles now. Well, we're happy about that, right? Loser. Oh, this this weeb unrequited hate for Osprey. You have right, you start with hate but love, but he he gave his um he gave his love to um Rev Pro, you know what I'm saying saying that he you know, he's been there since he debuted and he's been still holding it down even through his um New Japan run. But now he's gonna like just kind of like I guess just focus on just New Japan and kind of like so he can kind of like take some you know what I'm saying less stress on a light schedule. Take a light schedule. He deserves it. So shout out to him for that because he really did been putting off a Rev Pro for a long time. But I can't wait for that Pac and uh, Will Ospreay face up, face off on um, a dynamite this weekend. Him and uh, on that trios match. Oh shit! Ooh, United Kingdom versus. I'm uh, surprised you didn't throw a shot when 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 we said that he was gonna get a light schedule because didn't Kenny do like when he was like multi time champ, multi champion? Like I thought you were gonna throw a shot in there. You did it for me, but anyways, ah, okay. But yo, you know it's crazy. I was watching the G one. You see this bitch ass nigga. I put it in the chat. How he was trying to do what Kenny? Yo, Kenny tried to did this shit in this fucking match too with Kenny with um Okada when he did all the finishers from the um OG uh, Bullet Club niggas. He did the fin. Are they are they in a collision course to face each other? That I don't know. Finally smoked this nigga. Well, he got to see White first. Okada finally took his time off too. You know he uh he finally had the baby and such. So he's gonna take his time off for a little bit. His paternity leave. <laughs> but he put in work though, man. He deserves it. He deserves it though, man. He deserves it. And he would put he he said some good shit though. Where it's like we gotta stop looking at the G one as like a stepping stone 
you know what I'm saying, and look at it as a real prize. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to think about the work they put in. It's 18 days of back-to-back matches and shit like that. Yeah, that's you know that sounds like Battle of L.A. Right, but more intense. You know what I'm saying? Like better wrestlers. <laughs> no offense. Damn. But it's, it's <laughs> like, yo, shit on them like that. I mean, it <laughs> but it, but no, no offense, though, but it's like, they, it, I like they say you gotta look at it more as a prize. Like you got the G one winner versus the IWGP champion and the main event of Wrestle Kingdom type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like let's give it more of its like you look at this just as a title, more like just like a title. You know what I'm saying? Type shit. Like it's it's been some good shit that has been going on in the wrestling world right now. Like people are trying to take this. People taking wrestling back, like Vince McMahon going, nigga, wrestling is back, man. Yeah. <laughs> They're saying it on TV. They're, they, you know I mean, they're calling it a wrestling ring. It's up, bro. It's a up. Squared man. circle. That's up, man. We got two more weeks for All Out and um, Clash at the Castle and Worlds Collide, man. So, so but we got some more crazy weeks coming up, man. Some more good wrestling news coming up, man. We'll yes, be sir. working with that, man. But with that, man, let's close out with the wave, man. All right, man. Like I said. I've been on a uh, Royce the Five Nine kick, um, yeah, because he just dropped. I think last week he dropped a greatest hits, greatest mm-hmm. hits album, but it's because he bought his master, he got his masters back. A lot of people yeah. been buying their masters and re-recording their own songs. Well, uh, no, he didn't, he didn't re-record. He just put. I'm it, saying a lot of people have been doing that. Like Taylor Swift is in the process of doing that right now. After um, oh, she's doing everything. Sold her shit for 450 mil. Crazy. She didn't get none of that either. Nope. That's why she's about to re-record all of her shit. Um, and I came across well, I came across some tabernacle off of that, and then I came across the album Layers, which I forgot about. Beautiful body of work. I'm gonna play Tabernacle off Layers. Yeah. yeah, I went down the um, I went down the prime, the prime rabbit hole too with Primo. All like I'm standing inside a tabernacle. I promise not to lie, not one of these verses. I started out as a battle rapper. All I knew was max sales, ADAT stacks, and gats. My name is Ryan Daniel Montgomery, recovering alcoholic. I grew up on Nine Mile. Uh, I'm not a gangster, drug dealer, thug nigga, just an MC who made a name with his rhyme style. Now, sometime around '95, I found my calling, and that all coincides with the time that I found my darling. Now, later on in the story, I'll tell you her significance, but now let's talk about me specifically. Three brothers and one sister. See, my daddy taught me consistency with his fucking patterns. Hallelujah, I'm the son of an addict. My addiction was music. All I would do was go to the studio in the shelter and listen to Red Man and Helter Skelter. And y'all remember that one joint from the Helter Skelter album called Sean Price? Be like, I'm not sure any... Yeah, that was my shit. I used to bump that shit all day. By this time, I knew I wanted to be an artist. I didn't want to be anything else. You know, but my mom had plans for me. She wanted me to go to school. So, you know, 
Uh, to make moms happy, I took some general courses in college. Took the bus until I got hella bored with that. Because the bus stop I had to walk to was right across from the first studio I ever recorded at. Now I would have to assume that it was either meant for me to be rapping, the myth for me to be laughing at God's geographical humor. As soon as I stepped foot in the open mic, it was like a reunion. I was a shoe in. I met the Kino there too, and he asked me to manage me, and I was back and like, let me see. 9-7, my girl was pregnant, hurdles was prevalent, and it was therapeutic just for me to breathe into my mic. Started learning why the Lord put certain people in my life, and the way he started blessing me. Uh, I guess before my inner demons got the best of me, like sneezing was my vice. Needless to say that December 29th was the day I became a believer in faith. Okay, now it's December 28th. My day is going great. Kino booked me a show under contract to do that night. I got a call from my girl's people saying she in labor in the hospital right now. Ninth floor, I get on the elevator. Elevator stops on the fifth floor, elevator opens up. My uncle's standing there crying. Now I'm caught off guard. I'm like, what the fuck? My uncle's standing there like, Ryan A that way. I walk out, I see my mama and that entire side of my family looking like it's some kind of drama happening. I said, what happened? They like, Granny's been in the bad accident and it ain't looking good. I'm like, man, what? I'm having a baby four flows up, before it froze up. I'm trying to figure out why the Lord chose us. Or maybe chose me to ride in this emotional roller coaster. My mama said, the baby here yet? I said, maybe. She said, maybe. Baby, go see. I walk away feeling like a good father at the same time as a terrible son. Get to my girl. She five centimeters dilated, so I waited. She got to get to about nine till it's that time. And meanwhile, I'm more popular in this hospital than a doctor. Nurses watching, whispering like, that's the one right there. We got the lady in labor on nine and the other lady dying on five. By this time, I don't even fucking remember that I got a show. Somebody had to remind me. The doors is already open at the venue. I got emotions running every which way. All the nurses and stuff is like, we'll keep you posted about the baby. We'll keep you posted about your granny. I didn't like seeing my mama like that. So I had to get out of here. Yeah, I hit the stage at 11.50, killed it. I got off at about midnight with about six types of different emotions floating around inside me, hopeless, trying to find me, hoping in time God will guide me in the future. Just as I was about to leave out, I saw Kino talking to Marshall, and then he introduced us. We talked about collaborating and how chasing his rap thing is aggravating. But I'll be back, I got the family waiting. I get to skating. As soon as I get to the hospital, they tell me that my granny didn't make it. She just died. I'm feeling helpless, it hurt me. On the flip side, my little boy is healthy in the nursery. I picked him up, looked in his eyes. Some parallel universe shit. Ain't no denying this is the power of God. I said, I love you, Granny, and look to the sky, like even though he just got here. This is how the story goes. Powerful day. Powerful day. Most significant day of my life. I mean, can't wait to watch Raw. Told you. Accidentally spoiled myself. Told you. You see him pull out. Yeah, this is dangerous. Yeah. AW in trouble. It's about to be a fun, it's about to be a fun fall. But on that note, man, get your bars off podcast, man. You already know where to follow us, man. Get your bars off podcast on all streaming platforms. Get your bars off podcast on all social media sites except Twitter. Get your bars off pod. But other than that, man, follow me at Ari Starks. Most of them know where to follow you. Follow me on Twitter at the underscore marketable one and on IG King underscore cap 29. Bless, bless, man. You already know, man. Go follow, go check out that Danny, um, the Danny Ocean interview. 
on our last episode. Yes, sir. It's been a really dope interview, man. But on that note, man, get your bars off podcast. We all get it too sweet on Brother Dustin. Bang, bang.